0: What's up Gypsy Gang, we are back for another episode of the Gypsy Tales Podcast. It's your boy Jet Lawrence, the champ, is here. He's in the building, pretty stoked about it, to be honest. Uh, It's been a while since we've done the podcast. Uh, He watched Hunter's first race with us, um, which he did better than Brandon's first race. Uh, And then I think the first time he was on the podcast was Salt Lake 2020. So, uh, a lot has happened in young Jet Lawrence's life. Um, he's turning into uh, a bit of a dope young man when, uh, yeah, I guess you could say he was just really a kid when uh, when he first came on the podcast. Um, it was his rookie season and he was doing, uh, he was doing big things. But he has got a world of experience under his belt factory HRC winning a championship um and I guess dealing with all of the things that come with being a young superstar um we're friends but we don't get to we're not doing two hour face times um on the reg so for me to uh yeah get to hang out with Jet for you know this period of time and um dive a little bit deeper into the last 12 months of his life which has just been you know like I said an an insane like transformational kind of period Um, and man he's a lord I'm just so so pumped for for not only Jet but for the whole Lawrence family and everybody that's involved in the program Um, hopefully Hunter's going to be doing this as well here shortly Um, but yeah everybody enjoy This podcast with Jet Lawrence. But before we do that, we just got to get into the ads. And uh, stoked to be reading out this one for y'all. We're brought to you today by the crew at Alpine Stars here in Australia. Um, They're the homies for sure. I'm not officially sponsored by Alpine Stars. I just really, really like wearing the gear. Um, If anyone follows us on Instagram, you would have seen uh, some shots in some of the new super tech, the 2020 stuff. I got some of that, um, before we went and did our first ride at Moto land. I, I love Alpine stars gear. There's a, there's a couple gear brands that I think do it right. Uh, Alpine stars is one of those. And honestly, I just find myself, um, getting Alpine stars gear whenever it is time to do like a new shoot or go on a trip or anything like that. So, um, I just, the quality is insane, the fit's insane, the styling is insane, Uh, and to me, it just catches my eye. So, this 2022 stuff is no exception. Um, You would have seen it on guys like Jason Anderson, Chase Sexton, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, uh, and Jeffrey Hurlings, who, shout out, just won um, the MXGP Championship. So, Alpine Stars, for me, uh, I run the boots, I run the gear, Um, and yeah, like I said, it's kind of just what I find myself going towards. Um, So for what it's worth, like I said, not officially a sponsor of me, um, but it's just what I like to run. Uh, So if you want to find out more about any of the new 2022 products, go to, I guess, Instagram. You could follow them there at alpinestars uh, and also alpinestars.com. Proud sponsor of both Jet and Hunter Lawrence uh, and stoked that they are a part of bringing this content to you guys today ho 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 gentlemen the holidays have came early here at manscaped the leading men's hygiene brand manscaped just launched new products including their all-new ultra premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner i need some Uh, it's time to give yourself or being the holiday season someone else who needs it the gift of beautiful skin hair and and of course, in trademark Manscaped fashion, balls this holiday season, go to manscaped.com and use the code Gang for 20% off. It is time to leave your significant other some milk and cookies at the bottom of your chimney, if you know what I'm saying. And I'm talking about the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. We've all been there. We've all nicked our nuts. We don't need to go there anymore. We've got Manscaped. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the signature Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer has proprietary advanced skin safe technology to reduce cuts on your nuts. Now, this is to reduce the chances of cuts on your nuts. Gentlemen, if you're a hack job out there, well, you're just going to be in trouble across the board. But since I've started using Manscaped, fortunately, I've walked away from every one of my shaves unscathed. The uh, Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, uh, the Crop Reviver, and the Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant Moisturizer and Toner. It's time to keep your North Pole feeling and smelling fresh. If you're interested in just a real overall hygiene and care pack uh, for down there for the Nether Rod, uh, you can get 20% off plus free shipping with code gypsygang at manscaped.com. Every guy out there needs to add Manscaped to their wish list this holiday season. I can't believe it's holiday ads. Uh, We're also brought to you by the guys at Boost mobile, uh, they are giving away an epic boosted summer pack, which you can enter now at boost.com.au. Um, this prize pack is insane. Uh, they've got a, uh, Trek mountain bike. There's an Oakley pack. There is a sharp eye surfboard dot electric skateboard, a boost, uh, refurbished iPhone 11 and a year's worth of data. Um, which is their $300 SIM plan. So head to boost.com.au, get yourself in the drawer over there. Um, the only bad thing about that boost prize pack is the fact that I can't win it. So get in there, boost.com.au. Have a browse around if you need a new phone uh, there. Uh, Refurb phones are insane. That's what I run um, and all I use is Boost. Um, I've got two Boost phones actually. I've got, uh, just because we smashed through that much data here. So boost.com.au, get in and win that boosted summer pack. As always, we are brought to you by the guys at Fist. Guys and girls, got to stop saying that. They've got a whole crew over there now at the warehouse. Uh, Shout out to the guys and girls at Fist Handware. You can head to fisthandware.com, pump in the code gypsy gang. Fist do worldwide shipping too. So you can wherever you're listening to in the world, wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can go to fisthandware.com. Worldwide Shipping, the guys and girls there will get it out to you. Uh, I made the mistake. Well, I've. If you listen to the podcast regularly, you'll hear me talk about the Breezer Glove. That's my favorite glove from Fist. Uh, but went to Tassie on the weekend, and it was freezing cold and all i took was my breezes because they're my favorite glove didn't check the weather got caught out uh so i will be uh running the uh cold weather gloves that they do they really work i run them when i go and do the bike tour in vietnam um so fist handwear they've got you covered in all conditions just don't be an idiot like me and not pack them uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at rival ink design co you can head to rival ink design use the code gypsy gang it's going to get you 15 percent off These guys are the best in the game. Uh, I'll actually post another photo on my Instagram uh, of the jersey prints that they just did for us. They smash it every single time. Um, So graphics, it's the only thing that goes on our bikes, and the jersey prints as well. They also wrap Sammy's van. Like They just kill it. Overall, kill it. Uh, we're also brought to you by the guys at Crick's Tweed. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, and you're in Southeast Queensland or anywhere in Australia for that matter, we've actually had uh, members of the Gypsy Gang buy cars from all over Australia. Um, head to CrixTweed.com.au, give them a buzz, call Kyle, he's the man, he'll get you sorted. Uh, and without further ado, the great man, Jet Lawrence. I was, uh, I was blowing you out to Hammy yesterday that you didn't want to drive here and he's like, he's got a fucking Rolls Royce right now, as if he wouldn't want to drive that.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't, it's like the, the time of the actual thing is fine, it's just like when you're actually in the car because we got like, there's nothing, like soon as I'm done here, I'm going to like our engine guy's dinner, like. Everything's so, like, tight in our day yeah. that, like, traveling, it sucks because it takes up so much of our day.
0: Yeah. Nah, I feel you, bro. That's, uh, yeah, that's one of the things I've lived there. I know what it's like. It fucking sucks. The traffic, the whole traffic yeah. deal is just a nightmare. But, hey, at least you're in a rolls. Makes it feel good. What's the deal with that thing?
1: Yeah. It's, um, we just had it for, did, uh, AJ mention about that, like, Moto Academy thing that, uh, yep. we... That he's doing i'm doing like a partner thing with him and we did like kind of an opening kind of thing of like the app and Uh, it's like uh i'm at like kind of my at the we're at a local pool but we're making it seem like it's at the back of my house in a pool and then he shows up and like this is kind of the start of it he shows up kind of i'm in the pool relaxing and then he's like hey what are you doing you ready to film today and i'm i have no idea it was today and then it's like what so he ends up trucking me a shirt. Then we get out of the pool and we're going to his car. And he got like the, uh, like a little uh, Chevrolet Spark, like a real tiny, yeah, like yeah. almost like a smart car. And he goes, like, open, he's like, you ready? You know the tray? I'm like, what? No way. And he's like, what? What do you mean? I got like as good as a, I got the upgrade. And then I'm like, no, I got something better. And then we go and walk to like the garage, and the garage opens, and it's like the Rolls Royce, and it shows that we're driving off in it. That's it. So sick. it'd be pretty cool. We're gonna have chicks with it, in it also, I'm like, nah, I don't think it's more.
0: <laughs> the Rolls is already cool enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need we don't need to be two chains up in this bitch.
1: No, exactly. We ain't rappers
0: that's fucking funny well um yeah thanks for coming anyway bro i appreciate it um let's just hook in because you don't have that much time eh yeah,
1: let's get into it
0: i got heaps of shit for you bro um jet lawrence welcome gypsy tales pull that mic real close to your face again make it sound good for me keep going come on get it in there get it up there is that good yeah, yes yes yeah, is that is that close
1: enough I <laughs> i can hear myself now
0: yeah no that's good um all right bros we'll rip in you've been on the course or what
1: yeah i went to uh cross creek just like probably would have been roughly like 12 minutes or something away from here yeah uh, pretty good It was not too bad i only got to play nine holes like the back nine with mates and that stuff because i was late for the front nine <laughs> so it was pretty good eat them um, started off pretty rusty and eventually once i got to 18th hole which is my ninth i actually started hitting him a lot better <laughs> so i was already over but um no it was that's not a, too bad it's a hard course man oh 100 especially because that's my first time going there i didn't i don't know the course so i'm like do i hit that way isn't over that like you're saying hit over that tree i'm like okay and in a few spots i got lucky and other spots are like hit too far and it, like, went off into the bushes, I'm like, oh, dang it.
0: Your um, your swing actually is starting to look pretty good, eh? Are you starting to hit it better?
1: Yeah, I'm starting to get a little more consistent. Uh, it's kind of, like, just knowing, like, my problem is I can hit them fairly straight, like, I have a slight draw to them, but every now and then I might hit, uh, it won't draw as much. Sometimes it goes straight, so I kind of need to, like, adjust where I'm aiming, yeah. towards like where i want to go because my problem today is like i was aiming straight to the flag like lined up and they were going right so like because i come so in like when i come to yeah. come down and in through so much and out that yeah. i'm probably a little lazy with the uh club face so it pushes that way and it's a straight like it's not like it's gone to a different postcode it's still like in the same spot but it's just a little too right so i just kind of learning that and and trying to get my swing better and better i'm still pretty sloppy but i'm wanting to get that better and better so then
0: i can <laughs> whoop some people's asses and go bet money on them <laughs> <laughs> are you are you better or hunter at the moment um
1: it kind of depends on the day because he's mm. like he's got a different swing he doesn't swing as hard but his swing works for him yeah. like it he's he's can like, like his nah. swing very good yeah he like uses it very well like his driving kind of not slices it hard but like a little bit and you always see him like aiming far left with the driver so like, like he knows what he does so every now and then yeah. he might hit a little too straight and it won't curve as much but he knows it where i'm like i'm i have i swing so hard but i think i like i just turn my body so hard so every now and then like the only problem with that is is sometimes my hands are a little slow so yeah. the club face will be open and I'll end up going right then other times I'll get it good or will put a slight draw on it yeah. other times I might have a bit too quick and make it hook so I'm like that's my main problem like I can my swing path is pretty straight and good. it's just more the club face knowing where that's at and yeah. being more consistent with that but um it's mainly depends on uh like the day Who's who's feeling it? Who's not? Because like whoever's feeling it, always the other person doesn't. It's like kind of you can't really like go up (laughs) against
0: each other because one's feeling terrible and the other one's feeling really good. That's fucking funny. I can't wait to come and smoke both of you guys. Eh? Oh, you wish. (laughs) You would have have. to even make it past the women's tea. Dude and Jacob as well. Like Jacob's gonna cough it. I can't wait. All of you, these are all gonna get smoked. And I'm I've here I've for actually
1: it. gone. I've already gone golfing with uh, Jacob. Did you beat him? I did you beat you. I'm
0: better now. Um, <laughs> from I'm
1: better
0: the back. Now. I'm better. Now. He's better.
1: You better now. He's like I'm better now.
0: <laughs> Jet's like you. Oh uh, be yeah. Better. It was a.
1: Yeah, it was a rough one that one day, wasn't it? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, I remember that day. It was a. We went in big debt with golf
0: balls (laughs) that's so good all right so 2021 season if you have to give yourself an overall grade report card let's go first semester is supercross second semester is outdoors give yourself a school grade first semester i'm gonna go i'm
1: gonna give that a solid f (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm giving
1: that an F. Because, you flung super I mean, uh, uh yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna go. Let's go F plus because okay. I got some races, but I lost it in this dumb decisions. I mean, I got the same amount of wins as Colt, as the guy who won it, but he just had his stuff all sorted. Where I had a lot of terrible race, uh, terrible races. So F plus. <laughs>
0: that's fair and so uh motocross i feel like this is actually not going to be as good as what people think it is this grade you're going to give yourself
1: no it's um the grade it's not even a i think it would be more of a b b plus
0: I, i'm saying I b like minus i reckon
1: that's a good actually yeah let me there's a there's yeah, some room there you've got it's some cutting room. close to a c uh c plus yeah i i'm i i'm we'll just go with a B we'll meet in the middle we'll go with B uh, we're gonna go enough. with B because again I had a bit of a slump in the middle and was riding terrible but I did climb out of that hole so that yeah. kind of bring the grade a little bit up in the end
0: yeah no that's that's a fair that's a fair assessment yeah because I, I know of conversations that we've had um you definitely weren't super stoked and it wasn't as easy not as easy but as like smooth as i think people may think that it was so we'll kind of get into into that but we'll talk about talk about soupy a bit more because i feel like if you win an outdoor title it sort of starts in supercross like you kind of need a little bit of momentum you need to be healthy like that there's like testing that has to kind of go on and, and i think like you see it with coop right like every year coop wins a yeah you know supercross championship the outdoor struggles it was always kind of this it's always sort of the same unless your name is ricky carmichael yeah um but yeah so it's like to talk about supercross like the you, you kind of had to learn some hard lessons in supercross this year
1: yeah n- no exactly you do you really do i mean i learned i learned the hard way for sure um I didn't get the I got pretty harsh injuries. I mean one I got pretty lucky on but most uh it's a very supercross is very, very unforgiving mm. I feel like. If you're not like the tiniest thing and my obviously main things is whoops, but because I'm so but the main thing was that's not the whoops were difficult. It's because my mental I'm too confident and I know what like I know what I'm doing. In the whoops and i'm too confident that i go come in with so much speed and whatever happens i think i can superman it out like this i can be superman and i'll work it out through and that was my main problem was my mental it wasn't because i couldn't hit whoops most of the time i'm pretty sure i was the fastest in the whoops it was just because i would try and push the limits like i was already like the fastest guy in that sector with whoops but because I know I'm so much better, I try and find more and more and more out of it where my flat turns were terrible, where Colt was really good in flat turns and Christian and losing other stuff. Like I would lose on a lap time. I would lose most of my time on the most basic. I would always be slower than everyone on the like basic section. Mm. Like at uh, the one I can only come to mind now is Indy 2. The one that I did my shoulder at and I crossed the star straight. Uh, was the finish line section you go that little jump left another triple right over and then under the tunnel i was yep. like two tenths off there two or four tenths off and it's the most basic thing and i it i know why but i'm trying to work on it because the more technical stuff i'm fine with like i can do technical stuff it's just the basic stuff somehow it uh i'm not the fastest there but uh yeah
0: so the whoop stuff it's it's so interesting like you talk about whoops that's just exactly some James Stewart shit like James was so dialed through the whoops and had so much confidence and I feel like all the best supercross races like Ricky Carmichael was a gangster through the whoops Chad was a gangster through the whoops James was a gangster through the whoops Mm -hmm. like it's a it seems like a real common thread that if you're going to be a champion in supercross like you you're going to be one of those dudes that can just dominate it and do you remember what race it was roans what was the whoop section that was uh i think it was it like right after the finish line and then there's a set of whoops and then that big left hand bowl turn and you were just that was eating salt that up was that salt lake like that there yeah, was salt an lake example of round. just Ridiculous Ridiculous Whoop speed So Where Like where does that yeah. Confidence even come from Cause I know I know Daz is a guy That's uh, He's really Hands on with The coaching stuff Like Did you guys just Figure out the Whole whoop thing Yourself Or
1: Um We obviously had the help Of Johnny Amara Uh yeah. Christian Craig Did help quite a bit Because when I started Supercross Craig was on Geico also He was my teammate So he helped quite a bit and johnny just knowing what to do because he has some experience and and we're like i'm hunter and i we're technically so technically good that all you have to really tell us is hey hit your front wheel on each whoop at the top like six inches or so of the whoop just make sure you hit it six inches and above just hit the front wheel there each time and it should and like i was squeeze the bike and that's oh, there's a lot more tiny things but And we're technically correct enough to be able to do that. And I think it's just over the time just getting more confident, confident of people saying whoops are very hard. But me mentally, it's like, it's, if you think it's hard and if you make your brain think it's that hard enough that you're obviously going to go to, go come into the whoops going, oh, this is going to be hard to get through. Where I have the thinking of, I wonder how fast I can go through these because and that was my biggest weakness was my thing is I love going fast It's why I do racing is my I get the adrenaline rush from going stupidly fast I get more excited if I did something stupidly fast and was on the very edge but it doesn't always work out as you've seen Indy 2 I was just pushing it and it bites you sometimes but that also it's a weakness and a strength of mine because I can yeah. look at any whoop and go, okay, I can, I can, I can get through these. And once I get through them, and if they're really, really hard ones, I'm almost better at those because I know, okay, these ones are hard ones. I just need to hit every one. Where if they're really easy ones, it's my biggest weakness because weakness because I think I can go Mac ten them. Yeah. Like because they're a lot easier to hit. That so that's like when they're big hard ones. It's like, oh, okay, that's better for me because it's like. I don't have that other thought of going, I can go faster through these. Where if they're easier, I have that little yeah. guy in the back of my head going, You can get these <laughs> faster. Yeah, you send can get these faster, can't <laughs> you? I'm like, Yes, just send it through it. This will hold it wide open. So it's like that. That was my biggest weakness. And and after that crash, I think it was at Indy. Uh, I think that was a good, like, you're a dickhead why do you keep like <laughs> yeah. why do you keep taking the bait bait why do you keep doing these stupid stupid crap like you you're an idiot you're gonna end up like some of the guys who came in with heaps of talent and wrecked themselves because of injuries and have to be each year doing the same thing you just look s- stupid so i'm like after that second one, i'm like not not doing anymore and i changed my whole like whole thinking process when i'd race and then practice and I won more races when I was at like 80%, 85% the yeah. Supercross than I was at 100
0: so. Man, that's, a, that's kind of a, like you said, you learn the hard way. But, I mean, it, it was pretty crazy to watch um, you have that shoulder injury definitely not be um, 100% and then almost look better the slower that you rode. I mean, that's got to be like a little bit of a mental. It's got to be, well, it's got to just be a head fuck, essentially. But, you know, from there, like, you can learn from that and go, I don't need to win every single race.
1: And that, and it was the, like, it was hard for me because the biggest thing is I hate disappointing. That's like another thing. Like, I do not dis, like, I don't like disappointing people, especially ones close to me. Like, other people are out of my circle. Like, I mean, I can disappoint you and won't like bother me as much but like my dad my trainer mechanic team if i disappoint them i felt like i've just f- failed like everything yeah. i h- hate it always hate it. that's why at indie 2 i lined up for the main event i'm like this is my mistake yeah i did it and i'm gonna fix it i'm not just gonna back down and i've always been taught to never back down from anything and the team would was, was even telling me "Dude, you don't have to do it today like you you're fine you have many years on the way I'm Like, no nah, i'm fine i'll i'll race i'm like, not quitting like don't know you're not quitting it's just like it's a smarter decision i'm like no nah. there's that yeah. stubbornness and and like once i did the heat race like i had no strength in my shoulder i hit a rhythm lane like the that rhythm lane after the start straight where you go jump in i hit that and pull my shoulder a bit and my whole yeah. body collapsed and I, I kept going I'm like I always have to use more legs like this this kind of adapting and I'm I've my dad was up up in the grandstand like freaking i not freaking This like come on like please be smart here and not doing what Johnny was stressing the team was just like oh please don't because I was so stubborn I'm like no, nah, I'm I'm not going to give up I'm not I can still get this I'm still close I can still win Cause I had that bait at at uh, Houston too when I won and I won it fairly easy. I'm like, okay, I should be, at, I could win any all these races even at eighty percent. Or so I just had that in my mind. I'm like, yeah, I may be hurting now, but I could still be close to winning. Like I said in my mind, yeah, I can get a podium even for how I was. But just kind of thinking just before sighting lap, I couldn't even get my goggles on. Yeah. Like I, I went to go put my helmet on. And then I just got my helmet on. Like, I look like all crippled. And then I go to put my goggles on and like, I lift, lift, literally just lift my shoulder. A bit. I'm like, Oh, I can't like in the last chance I had my mechanic help me put my goggles on. Like it was, it sucked. And everyone gave me shit because I was crying, but it's because I was, I'm so people don't know is that I'm, just, we've sacrificed so much mm. and, my emotions because i was i'm at the age where your emotions probably at its peak i'm still yeah, your balls turning into an adult my <laughs> yeah my my balls are dropping like my hu- uh what do you call it hormones are through the roof <laughs> at this age probably so like and the emotion got and i am an emotional person like i tend to like lose my crap or like and and i do get emotional sometimes but and that dislike because something i loved and yeah i felt like i disappointed people that kind of hurt hurt it worse like made it worse almost that i felt like i failed failed my family failed my trainer team and all that stuff so i I, like i hated it like absolutely hated it but i think
0: the the best uh you know i think the the best athletes are the ones that it's almost like winning's not the main priority it's like not losing is the main priority and then yeah. winning is the default that comes from not losing so it's just like just yeah, so exactly. so scared and, of losing
1: yeah exactly and and most of the people like if you look at most of the champions they don't have much money so they'll, and their parents didn't have much where you see the people who do have Parents are wealthy like you may get one in very like one in a million almost like you very mm. rarely have a person had their parents have had money in that stuff and they made it like and and it's funny because most people like i feel like in the over here they they can race and they still have something to fall back on they have their dad that has a business they have their mom or someone that has a business they're working they're still like they have something to fall off on and plus they did all of school. Where I have nothing I, If I fail here I have nothing to go through I'm sure probably people would help Maybe Depends who are the real friends At the end of the day um, But My parents don't have any money I'm paying them To be able to have the visa And that stuff So they can stay here with me So I have that risk of It's not like Oh I fail Oh we can try again another time It's If you yeah. fail You're done So I have like that's why i'm so hunter and i are so hard on us on ourselves than uh, probably other people are it's because we have nothing to, to go back to and my parents have sacrificed so much that we're trying to do everything we can to give back to them to make mm. those five or so years of those hard times trying to going through europe and that stuff try and make those disappear with uh the future and how uh, how successful we become
0: so yeah. No, I, hey, dude, I, I feel you, man. And and it is cool. And I think that one of the things that... It's not like a bad rap. Like, so, this is my head. Like, I fucking care a lot about you and Hunter. Like, you two yeah. are really good dudes that I really, really want to see do well because you deserve it. And I know exactly where you boys mm-hmm. come from. You're in a hard position. And it's like, you've got this media machine behind you or not media machine but you've, you've got like your own machine like Myrtle is killing it yep. as much as I yep. hate to admit it yes he's killing it <laughs> and yeah Jeremy you know is killing it Red yep. Bull like the whole team that you guys it's a small circle but it's a really good circle you've got your dad you've got your mum, you've got Truman like there's a whole kind of crew that's sort yeah. of around what you guys are doing right and they're doing a really good job and what they're doing is they're making it look fucking easy they're making it look easy for you like you've got the merch yeah. drops you've got the jet only fans thing you, you like you're starting to look like a celebrity and you're enjoying yeah. it which you should you really yeah. should enjoy yeah, exactly this stuff that you've worked for but that's gonna start coming with and i think you've already felt it people that think you're not serious and that you don't want it and that you are fucking around and that you are going to be like a Travis Pastrana or a James Stewart or, you know, like a Josh Hansen, any one of these dudes that were like these fucking kid prodigies that it all, you know, the yeah. shit got to their head. And it's like, you like to dress nice, you like cool clothes, you like cool shit. So you're, I think, honestly, man, one of the hardest things that you're going to have to face in your career is is if you want to be this guy like if you want to be jet lawrence if you want to be the guy that you're setting yourself up to be you're gonna to have to deal with a lot of that shit and it's kind of already started you know mm. um so i think it's one of those things that there's just gonna to have to be a lot of like perspective on your end that you're gonna to have to be okay with people kind of talking shit and not letting it get to you in that sense or letting it kind of bring you down because you are right you, you don't have the fallback you don't have the family with money i mean you're going to be fine like and your family's going to be fine everything will be fine but that doesn't yeah. change how you feel in the moment right like you can't no, erase exactly, that history no. of everything that you've been through yeah. just because you are doing well now
1: yeah 100 and and it's like you know how we are we talk so much crap that like when people do talk crap like i mean on social media like if i see that i'm like <laughs> say it to my face and like and then like most people don't get say something don't get punched in the mouth because <laughs> they're behind a the phone where if you're in person there would be no chance i would say it. if someone came up to me and said i was an f an idiot in my in front of my face i would go good good job that's it like you don't like not many people do do that nowadays because they hide behind a phone yeah, and the most yeah. time in their mom's basement. Like, it's, and so that doesn't phase me because the only reason they're trying to pick, like, pull me down or give me crap is because I'm doing something that they wanted to do and they couldn't make it and I'm living their dream. And they think because I'm so young, oh, you got lucky, you got money, like you were saying. But no, I don't. I work my ass off and people think I have heaps of talent and I, kind of don't really like to say i do anymore it's more so of the hard work i didn't win the championship off of uh talent i won it off of hard work so people say i have heaps and they are this next big thing and and i hope to be this next big thing and fulfill that but everyone thinks i'm just some talented kid no one sees i wake up early go to gym before i ride uh like all, all the tinier things like i probably I hired one of the most gnarliest trainer, Johnny Amara, who's done, he, he's worked with Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart, Ryan Dungey, like all of those big names. And he's been through it. He's been through how many championships with Ricky, been through it with James, been through it with Ryan. So like, he knows so much. And, and that's why, because we're not here just to go and get second place and just to have a living. We're here to do our job right, to, earn as much money as we can also having as much fun as we can along the way but the main thing is to win titles
0: yeah do you think so i hope my hope for you is that you can be as dominant as a guy like ricky or as you know like a the guy that can just like go out and and win championships just consistently and just be like this superstar right but also be the guy that can like be the sort of celebrity dude and you know go to the moto gps and go around here and and you know like kind of live that celebrity kind of like high profile life like Mm. in my people can look down on that if they want to but they can get fucked in my opinion um because i personally think that the sport like the sport needs that the sport if it wants to go to the next Mm. level it's like we need a next level athlete and i think that you know it it takes like one guy to put the sport on their back in a way and fuck like it's a lot of pressure in a in a way um but it's like there's a there's a guy out there that can handle it and it's like can you be that guy and it's like i just hope that i hope you can be the guy that can win these championships and win all these races but also enjoy the fuck out of it and like milk it for everything that it's worth and like live that you know really rad lifestyle like you know Danny Rick bro he's the he's the example of a guy and same as Jack Miller like Jack is fucking killing it man like multiple wins this season in MotoGP multiple podiums Danny Rick got a win like and those boys are the most humble down to earth legends that i've ever met yeah. like those boys are as fucking legit as legit as it gets right but they're and they're doing it like they're making heaps of cash they're having heaps of fun mm. and they're getting great results so like it can be done but there's like this weird ceiling that people want to put on like supercross or motocross guys like they don't there's never really been a guy that's like burst into that superstar kind of realm and i think james could have been that guy but maybe he didn't want to be that yeah. guy because i think he got kind of got to want it you kind of got to be open to it um yeah and i heard yeah, he I mean,
1: didn't really like much of, like the fans i heard like mm. he wasn't much of like a big crowd person that's why he kind of got a private jet because he didn't like the big crowd so he could just fly
0: to the races <laughs> yeah so i mean that's the thing it's like he was that James was that level of like gnarly talents. Just the most talented freakish guy of all time. But when it comes to, you know, he had the MTV show and he did that, but that comes with people talking shit on you and people wanting to pull you down mm. and then that can be pretty uncomfortable if you aren't kind of prepared to deal with that, you know. So, it's almost like if you you've kind of got a wanna you kind of got to understand that if you want to be that guy you've kind of got to take some shit for it in a sense but it sort of takes you know i think it takes that guy to really elevate the sport to the next level
1: yeah no exactly and i think the people giving you crap i think it's probably not going to be my biggest thing is because we already get it like we get it pretty hard like or, as a kid we always got told if we sucked by a dad like he was <laughs> there's no filter it was straightforward you if you told you like if you were sucking he would tell you if you sucked sometimes like you would just throw someone out. you'd be sucking that bad that's how you know you're really sucking bad if you picked <laughs> up there's anything um so i think like in m- the main thing i need to i don't really need to listen to anyone outside of my Group. I have my group. Yeah. I have Lucas, my dad, Hammer, obviously Dan Truman. Now uh, this my Johnny O'Mara, my mom. This like that group around me, the team, and that stuff. Also, that group is all I need. Yeah. Someone telling me I suck from the outside. It's not. The guy's gonna if he was helping me get to where I need to go in the future. Yeah, I would probably listen. But he's not. Yeah. I don't need to listen to him to get to my future. The group I have now i need it they're gonna help me to get where i want to in the future that's why i keep it at a small group especially now because like you said i'm starting to get bigger so you don't quite know like i mean i have little friends i've made over the like years and getting new ones like i don't really listen Mm. to them much about advice because they don't know much they're new friends i mean it's cool and (laughs) you don't know if they're friends with you or yeah trying to be in the same looking it categories you so yeah. that but back to what i was kind of saying i went off track but like that group is all i need that group yep. of anyone talking crap don't need it i don't listen doesn't bother me i mean we talk crap with my brother my manager like 24 7 yeah so like true australian do, like true australians yeah. do <laughs> so well, dude like that, just that doesn't the, the other me. day
0: the other day when we uh when we had that call I was fucking losing it eh? Yeah, so that um, it makes me so pumped when cuz I mean it's not like we talk every you know week or whatever it's like we can go a couple months talking yeah. it's like a lot a lot, a lot changes yeah. in that time but every time I get on the yeah. call it's like you boys are in the car and it's just a full roast sesh. Like with any of my... Oh, 100%. Any of my mates that I would call at home that would just be absolutely carrying on. That's what you boys are still doing. So I think that's a, oh, that's a pretty, pretty good sign.
1: Going, hopping in a car with Lucas and Hannah. That's my humbling session. That's <laughs> literally a humbling session. Because I just... Because so I am you the should. youngest one. Yep. I'm Yeah, like... On the bike, I may be kind of like big bro, uh, but oh. off the bike,
0: yeah,
1: you oh. might not like that. <laughs> I'm probably going to hear it later, but oh. I can get him, but no, oh. let me let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase <laughs> this. Okay. Let me, hold on. Hold nah, on. Let hey, me rephrase it. Stick me, to bad. it. Stick to your guns. Let Stick me rephrase to your guns. it. You said it. I I know on a dirt bike, it's even. This is a lot better. of explaining it. On That's a dirt called bike, fake humble, even.
0: bro. That's called fake humble, bro. Yeah.
1: On <laughs> dirt bikes, we're even. <laughs> Off the bike, he could still whoop my ass. Yep. I'm, I swear I'd barely pick fights with him because if I do, I'm getting my ass whooped. Like, he's big, bro. He did boxing when he was a kid. I did dancing. I can't dance out of a freaking fight. I mean... Like, so i'm screwed if we get into a white because he did boxing so when i get in the car i just have to cop it because i'm the younger brother and i just i just have to sit in the back seat and just i try to make some comebacks but some work some some don't but uh we're learning but most of the time humble session sessions are in that range
0: rover <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's awesome dude. It's and it is refreshing right? Like, because i mean honestly dude like uh i don't know if i should blow out his name he's one of your rivals i knew him as a kid right and dope little kid it was rad we would hang out and film went on a couple really cool trips together and then i remember seeing him at the stewart's one day and he was just they like he wasn't even that old you know i think he'd like maybe just turn pro yeah and he was just going cool yeah. guy mode, and I was just like, "What are you up to, you little kook? <laughs> like, why are you doing this? Why yeah, are You, talking dude, like you this? know
1: who the worst, you know who the uh, worst is now is the amateurs. Really, the amateurs are really bad of like that. Like the confidence, the roofs here, they're up here with confidence. Like, dude, through the roof. Like they like, especially ones that have factory, like have the factory rides, dude." like good job for getting the factory right but oh my gosh they they carry on like some pork chops that's for sure
0: (laughs) Uh, well so what's the thinking there like are you sitting on the other side on the pro ranks and you've you've literally had a supercross track kick your ass for what four months this year and are you just sitting there like sit down boys be humble because when you get here these tracks are probably gonna fucking belt you
1: yeah, I mean, uh, most of the guys that I know that in the amateurs are only a year younger than me. I'm probably 16 or 17, and it's a, <laughs> it doesn't faze <laughs> me. I'm like, yeah, you're still an amateurs there. Like, <laughs> I was pro. <laughs> I mean, it's different. I sucked. It's not like, yeah, <laughs> go pro. Maybe they go pro, maybe they don't. <laughs> but
0: yeah i don't even i don't want to waste my time with that (laughs) no you're gonna start something probably no i get it we don't have to go there um so i guess to kind of continue what we're talking about like man from the first time you did the podcast in um, it was like salt lake your first season yeah i remember that salt lake city dude your life has changed
1: yeah (laughs) and i've grew a few hairs (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> i think it's changing more ways than that yeah sizes <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so we can't need to go to the next thing <laughs> no no but like so in,
0: in terms of uh in terms of like the attention that you're getting you know like you look at it blew me away to watch the austin moto gp weekend like you were just front and center everywhere that weekend and then you know like you had obviously like your boys with jack and then um the whole like who was the is it marquez that you were hanging yeah, out with, with the, marquez, yeah, like, like the,
1: dude that was insane like it's that was such a cool experience like for me hunter and lucas like i'd never been to a MotoGP. gp hunter got to go to one and it was unreal it was pretty sick because last time i saw jack miller was when i was in red sands in 20 2018 yeah, so right. he's it's been an even a bigger gap from when we did the podcast and uh, not, uh at the 2020 in salt lake so he's seen a big change so i was like probably a little little rug right then um yeah. but no it was just an unbelievable experience to get like meet their side of like how big they are like they're just the level they're on is insane just like we got to see the bikes and that stuff and this the tiny things it's crazy like little things matter so much on that bike they Mm -hmm. have different like they had like four buns and stuff on the just the left side i'm like and then marquez was going through like yeah we have we can set the different type of engine brakes to when we want to traction control when not to traction control like all these different things and he's saying like oh turn two i turn uh go to traction control two and then engine brake one like and he's got to change it for each turn i'm like i forget what line i take after one lap how do you remember this every (laughs) lap like i mean you must get a rhythm up but like dude it's in like on a whole nother level and be able to have the access i got with red bull there was unbelievable like i don't think it would have been the same if we, red bull didn't uh, have much to do with it so i got to have a big shout out to them and jeremy alight to get those tickets and that stuff because they had a big play in what went down like going on the podium and and meeting all those people is mainly red bull
0: yeah no it, yeah it was just insane to to watch too and and i think that the probably the biggest takeaway from me was that how you were treated by those people like they're superstars like super superstars mm. that's a that's a big big sport i mean i watched jack's last race yes. last night valentino rossi's last race and it's just like yeah. the people that are there they're so fanatical the mm. tv broadcast is just incredible like they are they're on such a, a massive level like you know valentino's oh like valentino they did on his last lap they played like a, a little thing in the corner of the screen of like celebrities giving him shout outs for his last race and it's like roger federer really? ronaldo chris hemsworth like literally everybody and it's like that's kind of the level that that those guys are on and and you know like we we it's just insane. don't have that in in supercross in that way but Though, like everyone watches supercross and i think like i don't know i i guess i'd have i try i don't know maybe i try not to speak about it as much but it's like the people that talk to me that will like dm me or text me about supercross and the season and how's jet doing here and who's this guy doing and what's going on there cooper webb this they're like fucking huge stars like massive massive stars like closet yeah, all these closet Supercross fans right so in my head I'm going really? like wait we've got these huge name dudes that are like obsessed with Supercross from all these different walks of life and all these different um, industries and like genres of shit and our guys aren't on that level but all these guys that are on these crazy high levels kind of worship these dudes racing Supercross so it's like yeah. in my mind there's like a disconnect i'm like we, supercross should be bigger and i don't think people understand the level of guys that think you're the gnarliest motherfucker on planet earth
1: yeah and no, that like it was funny like going to that mode like going back to the MotoGP gp thing was it was like i was so excited meeting marquez and and then jack miller and and some other like the moto two guys and moto three guys like i was i think it was awesome but they, it was like the same the other way around. Like Marquez yeah. was like excited to see me and other people. Like I got like some of the Moto like GP guys took photos with us and Hunter and I because they were a fan of our sport. And it's like, yeah, shouldn't be the other way around. Like like you, you guys are way bigger, so it's like it was so cool to see that. And and then going on to like Supercross is, I mean, where like that's what my goal is. Is when I want to leave, I want to try and make, yeah supercross way bigger because it's like i mean outdoors you can get it big as you can i mean it's outdoors not many people are going to go to where supercross in a stadium a family can easily go to it on a saturday night it's not as hard a work as as a uh outdoors and that's kind of my goal i want to build supercross up to where celebrities are coming like yeah. we're trying like i mean we uh had i think wasserman signed like drake and some other guys i'm like <laughs> directly we could just have like somehow try and get drake to come to like anaheim one or something like yeah because this him going and him dude just doing a story probably costs like 100k it'd suck but like just to get that out there because dude how many people know drake drake's yeah. massive in the music industry like everyone knows him so like to get super cross like if he did a story like that, that would be unreal like and i think one time I went like the one time i went to anaheim and watched as a fan the one person i s- celebrity that i saw was i think phase bank who's yeah. i think a gamer yeah yeah so, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Cool man, him. yeah yeah i was pretty sick seeing him but like i'm like this is, if we had more of those it'd be so much cool and like trying to get those people in, i'm like trying to get the MotoGP gp guys i'm like yeah let me know if you want tickets to like the anaheim one or, like if you see you guys come and, Maybe post a story or something to get the bigger, but like, like, start like trying to get them to come just to make the sport bigger because obviously the bigger the sport is, yeah. the more money we can get, which yeah. helps us in the end of the day. So, and this a lot more outside sponsors will come in and that. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and it's so rad, dude. And, and like, that's, I guess, you know, to have. To have your mentality and what you guys, and, and it's not just you, it's like your whole crew. Like, this is like a, this is a goal, um, I think, uh, from, you know, your team in, in a way is to like, we need to build this up. And, and it's exactly what you said. And I mean, that's what I, like, I, I didn't get, I didn't understand that before I started doing the podcast. But once I started doing it and yeah. it got some momentum and we started, you know, doing what what we're doing and you start to get these messages from these people and you're just like what the fuck like you watch supercross yeah and you know like i try to be respectful with you know i I don't like to just be like oh this person this person." that it'll it comes out when it comes out or whatever like hopefully they want to get more involved and it's on those people but eyeballs are on our sport and it's like the way that yeah it's exactly what you said it's like that mentality, when you said like, "Hey, wait, shouldn't it be the other way around?" That's the default mentality. Yeah, that's the mentality that yeah. we all have in Supercross is like, "Oh no, we're just little Supercross people. Like, we're not, we're not like yeah, exactly. Moto GP. We're not Formula One. It's like fuck that. Like, you're on that level yeah, in that we're, way. We're trying you know? to get like, there. You, yeah, yeah, but you, you've got the you've got the respect of these people, and and it's not just you. It's everybody. Like the all the guys at the top. Like. I know there's guys that just fully think Cooper Webb is like the gnarliest animal of all time which in Supercross the dude's an absolute he savage is, yeah. like his his mentality yeah, and exactly. the way that you know like the way that he thinks so people are like people in all these other sports look at that guys like oh, I want to fucking have that Cooper Webb big dick energy so it's like I, yeah, I, I exactly. really I really think that we're sort of starting to enter into into that territory where you guys are going to be on that sort of same level so it's just it's it's cool that your head's there and it sucks and it's like I said this is going to be the the challenge for you going forward is like how do you have this mentality of like I'm on that level I'm going to be one of those guys you know we're going to elevate this like it takes a certain level of like cockiness in a sense to kind of think that you can be that guy but then how do you deal with the criticism that comes with people saying like oh he fucking thinks he's this he's that he's like he, he's not this he's just a super right all that shit how do you like disregard that and then stay that humble kid that can sit in the back seat and just get roasted by everybody it's like that's gonna be that balance and then the hard work and the you know the putting it in yeah. because i mean i know you've spoke to like pastrana and you have spoke to hansen they're both guys that have you know been these like young phenoms and that obviously travel travis crazy successful but he wasn't the dude that changed supercross like he created freestyle you know so it's like yeah i mean maybe did those guys give you advice in in a way too for like where you're kind of at right now and you know are there lessons that you can learn off those guys
1: it was funny like the main the main thing they said was kind of keep doing what you're doing it was the main thing out of both it's just like yeah. especially Hanson said your setup already is way more ahead than what he said he was at at my age it's ahead of like way ahead of him he said and he said this is the main thing him and and Travis they both said just keep doing what you're doing keep putting in the hard work and don't try and rely on your talent and since then, I've kind of gone off like, yeah, that's easy. he's right. Nowadays, you can't just go off talent. Everyone's training. Training's normal. It just kind of depends who's training harder at the yeah. end of the day.
0: And so what did they give you any insight into like what they uh, thought they kind of did wrong and what they wish they would sort of change? Um.
1: I think uh, The one thing that uh, Hanson said Was just like He didn't Like he You gotta have that Don't care a little bit But he said I didn't care Enough Like mm. He said I didn't care too much like, He says I, I Anyone who tried to give me advice I would go Like wouldn't listen That was the main one from him Travis I can't quite Remember I remember him saying uh, What was it It was more mentally Just like mentally Like with the Cause obviously he's very on the mic he's like unbelievable like on podium speeches and that stuff and he was kind of saying the one one thing i can clearly remember now is he was saying like when you do an interview you got to kind of lie like you can't like mentally you can think yeah i'm going to smoke everyone but you can't say it on the mic so you'll come off as a dick so yeah. like that's the one thing i kind of got from that i can remember right now from him but i'm sure if i sat down and actually really thought or thought about it i could probably pick up a few more things
0: the i feel like you boys you and hunter killed the podium this year and like every time you're on there you're like engaging with the crowd and you were you know kind of talking shit on each other hunter'd run up and like you know put pour water all over you would do the same with him like did could you feel the way that the crowd were reacting to that kind of stuff and to you boy it just seemed like to from the you know from the outside like we're kind of watching the races in the studio pretty much it's just like damn there's just two boys that are just having fun Mm. and it's like could you feel the energy that came from the crowd and could you feel the i guess like the result of that and is it crazy to you that more guys don't want to do that
1: i think it's yeah i mean i i try to acknowledge the uh the crowd as much as i can because they're there to they're watching like i mean it's cool like you be there you're already watching but to have like kind of a bit of a connection would like feel like just that like one person out there just me either just waving like how i did or acknowledging them makes them feel more a part of it more a part of like like you say more a part of the movie more so like with 3d kind of thing like you feel like you're in it yeah um so we just kind of do that and it's weird it's like oh we're not putting on an act i mean i'm but just kids australian kids having fun that's how we are off the bike we muck around we're stupid we don't we're, we act like idiots and it's just how we are and i don't think if someone ever did try to tell us oh you can't do that we'd be like why yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah. tell me to change i am how i am you can't tell me that i can't be an australian it's like yeah i can <laughs> i'm an australian you can't say i'm american now like this because i've been here like it's I, we that's the main thing that lucas said go up there and be yourself don't be this robot that just says how the race did like what you did in yeah. the race he's like we just watched the race we knew what happened yeah but we want to know what you were thinking through yeah. those sketchy moments off the start through that battle they want to know what you're thinking we've seen it and, and saw it with our eyes just then but we want to know how you felt and yeah. that's the one thing i
0: always try to go by and when i do it in my interviews and i'm pretty
1: sure same as hunter
0: yeah yeah no and it, i i think that you know you can kind of see the reaction that you get i think the other crazy thing as well that has kind of happened in these last 12 months or like since we i guess in salt lake or whatever is just like the female side of the like you've got you know we posted that thing with ping where (laughs) ping was talking about his daughter and then oh yeah shout out you guys actually hooked them up at parlor with like a full vip experience so that was pretty cool to to see um
1: the funny thing is his missus was actually more excited for it really like i remember his missus was actually really excited to go on that she's pretty hot too she She had had like she had had a like white she had a white shirt on with like two donuts it was pretty funny
0: (laughs) that is i I
1: seen i seen a post of and i was dying laughing and i'm pretty sure uh pengri wasn't even in the photo he was taking the photos as the girls
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh that's so funny boyfriends of instagram spec yeah that's so good but yeah so there's like this you're, I think you're probably one of the first dudes that's ever really bought in like a female fan base, and you can, you know, like uh, you'd hear, let's say, Redbud 2016. It's just all dudes, Redbud, yeah. like <laughs> the yeah. full fucking dude crowd, and then it's like Redbud this year. It's exactly. like, oh yeah, jets on my titties, oh. yeah. And it's like you just hear the whole crowd <laughs> is just, just chicks, and it's just like when did this happen this wasn't supercross or motocross and you're talking about the whole motocross thing like how it's hard to you know like the fans aren't going to go out there bro every podium this year that you were on it was just like all chicks like there's a lot of people coming out to to those races so i mean it's off the back of your lame ass tiktoks that you do but i guess at this point i can't be mad at it
1: yeah people give me crap about but hey it brings in more fans (laughs) for me so i don't care it it works they give hey, me crap like lucas we we're talking about the other day he was giving me crap about it. i'm like hey you can't complain it's probably the tiktok post sells half of my uh by half of my merch <laughs> so he's like <laughs> oh, it's a good point <laughs> it's Dude, pretty it,
0: funny we, he, but they always give me crap about it yeah he, hey i want to give you crap about it but i just can't it works you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's the like my, it hey. does it works somehow you want to give me shit about clickbait do it it works yeah sometimes we just we just have to do it sometimes it is what it is <laughs> but it actually is important like it's funny to joke about it and it's like i could give you shit for maybe three hours about some of your tiktoks we could do a, we could do a comedy roast of jet lawrence tiktok that would be easy 100 percent. but at the end of the day that shit selling some tickets. It's selling some merch. Yeah, your whole only yeah. OnlyFans thing at parlor was pretty dope. So it's yeah. like, I don't know. You you're doing something to like bring this totally new audience into the sport.
1: Yeah, it was <laughs> that OnlyFans thing. After like I posted a video, I actually one girl messaged me and it's like, "Oh, so you're actually not doing OnlyFans?" <laughs> <And> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, nah, sorry." She's <laughs> like, "Oh." <laughs> <That was> sad, <laughs>
0: dude the money I'm that like, oh. you could make off only fans would be so ridiculous you know,
1: like rid- you know what i was ridiculous,
0: thinking ridiculous
1: guy i'm pretty sure i heard guys like cyclists would go have like only fans but they'll just post like put videos of their bike like more behind the scene i'm like we could do that making only fans make it seem like i'm doing all, like the same as everyone else but just be posting bikes like videos of me like this on a doing laps or something maybe hey, we might Dun- chuck it in like doing a riding shirtless I don't know who
0: knows uh, well hey Dunge did the naked ESPN cover so there's a precedent that has been set like Red Bull didn't fire him for doing yeah. the naked ESPN cover maybe Red Bull and Honda won't be yeah, able to fire you it's just based gonna based be h- it,
1: well the thing with that it's just gonna be harder to h- uh, hide mine <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'll, pay I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll pay that. I'll pay that. I'll pay that. No, we were Let's joking go. about one time. Like, if I actually did do an OnlyFans, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Mom, at least I have to worry about my DPs getting leaked. It's just going to be an on OnlyFans? Like, Because my mum's like, What? No, we're not doing it. Like, uh, we just give her so much crap oh poor emma so it's pretty funny
0: yeah you shouldn't mum be used, mean to your mum. She's we gave nicest. her a few
1: yeah we give her some gray hairs that's for sure <laughs> poor emma <laughs> jet lawrence <laughs> yeah, only fans exactly. you, you heard
0: it here first yeah let's go um so but yeah i mean there is <laughs> that yeah i just i do think as funny as it is and as easy it is to talk shit on like The whole tiktok thing and the yeah it's just like it's just this new uh it's just like a totally new way of doing stuff and it it does just seem to really be working
1: yeah and it's like it's weird because tiktok like it's so different to any other like social media platform because they have it like i mean instagram you have it there's trends and that stuff on there but you don't post a trend on instagram you post what you're doing Where TikTok, you have to go off the kind of trend Like a song or something like that Because if you don't do like a trending song You might get lucky And that one might get lots of views But if you don't, that one's not going to get lots of views But if you use a song and and if you're quick on it Like I'm pretty lazy on it, I don't post all the time I'll post every now and then when I'm bored But if you get on that song early enough and post it And TikTok goes and puts it on people's For You page That are wanting like kind of seeing spreading out the new trend that's kind of go around because obviously they pick like what type of trends yeah. there are because people try and make trends but obviously they just don't get as big but the ones that do you try and get on early so then it keeps spreading out and you get more views so like some of them i have heaps of views other things i don't but trust me i'll i'll post some like trend i'm just like oh, you look like an idiot
0: but this may <laughs> help out in the end <laughs> Uh, no hey it's worth it um do you have like in your mind are you kind of ahead in terms of like the stuff you want to do things that you think that uh you know because it's like the tiktok thing it's like it's working crazy there's not really anyone else that's sort of doing it the way that you're doing it and it's working insane like are you in your head is there like other things that in the future you're like I think that we could do this I think we could go in this direction like in terms of just growing your profile in a way um not really no that's a I mean
1: it probably sounds like a bit of an a-hole right like how I'm gonna say this but I have I pay people that do that for me (laughs) like I don't (laughs) that's why we have Lucas that's why I have other people my designer to do my gear is because that's what they're good at and i ride dirt bike so i can focus on my stuff i pay them to do what they're good at just like how honda pays me to do what i'm good at yeah and it's the exact same thing with with lucas and and uh david durham like all of them that like we pay them because they're really good at what they're doing
0: that and is so not an yeah, I, I don't really have to try and that's come a, up with many ideas. That's a good answer, though. That's like I think that's the right answer, you know. Because again, it goes back to that mm. that balance. Like it's you know you've got to you want to be this guy that you know is going to sort of try and elevate the sport and the profile, but to do that, you've still got to win races. Like you can't. It's, it's no good exactly. having viral TikToks if you ain't if you ain't the champ, you know. Exactly, one
1: hundred percent. This looks stupid.
0: Um, so you go we'll talk about outdoors so you have the supercross season where you take some licks it's probably the most heat you've ever faced in your career in terms of people talking shit Um, yes and (laughs) yes correct Uh, and then you have to reset and go into outdoors what's the mentality going into outdoors and how well the other thing too is like when we first spoke it's like i think my advice to you was young you don't have to win every race you don't even have to win a championship right now like you just fucking mm. do you enjoy let it come it's gonna happen that was my advice i probably couldn't give you that same advice right now because their expectations yeah. change you know what i mean so it's like uh, yeah is there a point in your head where you're like all right the that shit just isn't gonna fly anymore like the let the races come to you like you don't need to win a championship like was there a hard cut off like a line in the sand where you were like that's not gonna fly anymore i need to win championships
1: um after the first year that was at the end of 2020 that was when the line went and went i need to win championships it's because most people who have won multiple championships they fix what they did the first year and win the next and mine took a little longer than i thought i was going into supercross this year wanting to win the championship but i just i had some race wins i had some good races but i just at the end of the day i was the best guy throughout the whole series colt was yeah and obviously once that finished my karate i have one more chance i have outdoors and this." the main thing is just I, it wasn't that I need to win is I need to be the strongest guy it wasn't that I need to win it was I need to be the strongest the smartest the most technical the smoothest all little things put together and I know and because I know I'm a good enough rider I'm not bringing anyone else down those other guys in outdoors they rode awesome like they did really good like they were really hard to race up against you always had to be on your toes and most of the times i feel like like through the season i was like dude i i just can't be faster than today like it's it's they got that's their their day and it's hard to hard to accept those ones but the days i i'm on it and i'm like no i need i can get this so it kind of changed at the end of 2020 is when
0: all right now I'm, i need to get championships and so what what was the mentality coming into? The first round of outdoors, like, did you have a smooth kind of run? So, like, in the out this outdoor season, it, it I feel like you kind of made it look easy at times, and then at times you made it look really hard, and then you made it look real easy, and then the fucking last race, I was completely over you. <laughs> I was so sick of how nervous I was watching that goddamn race. And <laughs> I was ready to throw yeah. some shit. But it's like what was the mentality and and how did this season kind of play out like was there things you had to face that you know i guess now you can talk about it, but in the season it's like you sort of you're not really trying to make excuses in a season for any of the little hiccups you know because everyone does face them
1: mm. yeah i mean coming in i was i was confident like i i put in the work i knew i was strong I knew i was fit and it didn't really for me i didn't really click that i could win this championship was until was was basically the first race that first race of at parlor first round that's when i knew i could win this i have a good chance is when i came back from 20th all the way up and caught jmart who has won multiple championships and i still wasn't puffed i'm like if it's like this each every each weekend i can there's no no doubt I can get this championship and I just kept that in my mind and and the main thing I go by is why some things it looks really easy sometimes it don't it's because when I'm up there on a start I don't need to push they're right there I can maintain my speed I know they ain't gonna out sprint me so I I maintain I watch them I see oh they they got a bit on me and I'll try and get back up so I don't lose that kind of like you can say draft on them you stay close enough where you don't lose them and then eventually once i find that spot where i can pass then i'll then i'll make my pass and put on a few lap sprints to get either past them and then either get a gap but then when i do start from 20th or f- further back it when my back's up against the wall then yes you'll see me push only because i need to i don't the one thing i found in supercross and i learned from is i don't always need to go 100 percent. yeah and in outdoors i learned like i felt like i was pretty good with that with when i'd get a start and up there i wouldn't push i would settle in let everyone settle in at their spot try not to lose much ground then then i'd make my passes you very rarely see me make keeps of pass on the first lap yeah maybe when i was further back yes but when my back's up against the wall and i'm really far back okay let's we need to kick in the gear let's go and i'll go i won't push over my head but i'll push. To like my limit, my safe limit, and
0: yeah. So you had kind of some like ups and downs, and you know, like throughout the season. Are you pretty stoked on your perform? Like I said, what did we go with? A C plus in the end, or did we do a B minus? I can't remember what we gave. We went you, with B
1: because we went. Yeah, it was in the
0: middle. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, you're right. I think a B is pretty fair. But were there points where you did freak out a little bit or it did get to you. Like, I mean, from the outside looking in, I could see it being pretty fucking annoying to be getting like not the best starts every weekend and having like 450 star bikes on either side of you that seem to outpower you down a deep straightaway. Um, Is there points through the season where you just get like over it and you're just like frustrated that that's kind of the way that it has to go because that kind of is like a, a challenge that some people just don't have to deal with in a way you know like they just don't have to kind of worry about like if you're on a star bike you're probably not st- stressing that someone's going to out drag you down down the, yeah. the start straight so i mean like is that like a battle to kind of go through every race to you know if you do get those it bad is. starts and you consistently are getting bad starts
1: it it is yes it's it's a sucky thing to see i mean probably my the main three i remember is obviously bad ones was washugal southwick and uh millville and millville was because of bike setting the first one was we tried the first one i sucked i got exciting because we did something different we went with a 47 sprocket and a lighter or heavier flywheel or something like this and we're thinking okay once I, in the deep stuff that's just gonna track but it was too heavy that it, it would take too long to get up there and the first one i wrecked it that was my fault i got got too excited and got off balance so we didn't get to get to get to see it in the second mode i got a perfect start but it just took too long to get out, uh going like i out jumped joe that was next to me and i clicked third and he just went raw out and around me i was like sucks because again i'm way back putting myself more at risk like they say and it it sucked because it it, yeah i know i'm a good starter i can start and it sucks that like this tiny things like that just are screwing my chances more and more and and it's i then it was kind of just trying to find the horsepower then but then once we got to I think iron man it was iron man we found we went with the 2022 gearing yeah right. on the bike and a few other things i think and that's what and from there on you could really see my starts go dramatically different yeah except for hangtown
0: um yeah so what um so there was <clears throat> i guess like the the big storyline championship wise was you had uh justin cooper breaking his thumb um and that was the thing that kind of derailed his championship but was there anything like on your end that kind of you were having to deal with behind the scenes as well um that i don't know was kind of just kept quiet on your end
1: um yeah i mean i uh, got the same sickness that i'm pretty sure cooper got i had that which sucked i had it badly at bud's creek That's why at second moto, J-Mart went and everyone said he put on that big clinic. I'm like, two laps in, I was drained. Like, I had no energy. You could see photos after Bud's Creek with me, just pale white. This guy just looked nothing in me. I'm pretty sure I dislocated my foot, my fore, my toes uh, in between. Where was it? Um, What was before Southwick? Ronan. Was it Redbud? Jacob, someone. I can't remember. Jacob's not here. Jacob just left. Oh. Ah. Like, well, um, anyways, the Tuesday leading into Southwick, I uh, got my foot caught on a root, lifted my foot up and it crunched my foot, like bent it around bad. I couldn't even, I didn't, and I was five minutes into my warm up. Yeah, right. And I didn't ride all week until Southwick. And then I was limping in my foot was in so much pain i could barely i couldn't even land on my foot because the pain was on top and underneath like with the arches so most time i'd have to land either on my heel or land all on one
0: foot like lift my foot up and you ride on your toes too
1: yes so it was that was a big thing and that that one sucked because that went was southwick uh millville was the next one it still hurt and southwick i even heard it again more because we or had you that to crash. Kill Jalik, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I swear it's the other way around. I'm just calling it the other <laughs> way around. You tried to kill me there, um, because I landed straight on that foot when I crashed. I had, like because the bike went. I landed on the left side of him, so that it tilted me to the right because I did it on my right foot. Landed straight on my foot, killed it again. H- like hurt so bad. Then Millville, the crash when. I ran to Brown. Okay, yes, I, you probably can't give me crap. I did almost kill Brown. Um, <laughs> that one, I went over and my heel slammed the ground, but like the back of my heel, but did like, because it was such a heavy impact, it like kind of flicked the toes a bit and hurt it again. And I'm pretty sure you can see on the video, like I kind of half limped back to the bike. So I'm like, oh, and it just started to feel better again. So I put it back in time again. But yeah. thankfully after Washu, I was able to fully heal before that But I had those Those probably my main two things I mean I had I had, I tweaked my thumb at Washougal On that uh, heat light Remember my sketchy moments of the whoops No nah, I didn't see my that my hot lap, No um, I tweaked my right thumb I went Jumped in Jumped again Went over Over jumped like the little triple And it blew my hand through Like the And like through the like front and hand guard in between and my thumb got caught and it ripped my thumb so my thumb was painful that we uh that whole day uh i'm pretty sure i hurt uh, my wrist hurt somewhere else i can't quite remember i did something to my wrist so i had i had a few little little injuries i mean i'm i could have broken something in my foot It hurt enough to feel like it was broken but i'm pretty sure i think i just dislocated them and because i didn't i was in florida i didn't get him popped back in till friday or no saturday morning
0: so it's a pretty painful week (laughs) (laughs) and uh and so southwick while we're kind of talking about that how rad was it to but obviously you had a pretty tough weekend but to see hunter do what he did in southwick to go 1-1 obviously his first overall and then the first time he'd gone 1-1. I mean, how rad was that to experience? And I mean, is that something cool in itself that like you can have a shit weekend and then if big bro does good, it can kind of make it a good weekend even though it is a sucky weekend. Like can that kind of give you momentum?
1: Yeah, it's a good weekend because obviously that day, like uh, this year, like in the outdoor series, Justin Cooper was my main competitor and he didn't get max points. So that was like <laughs> the main good thing. I mean, it saved my ass. So I was happy about that But um, and also happy for him. It was awesome. He rode great that, that day, I remember, because I caught him in the second one and he ended up pulling away and getting around Cooper where I caught Cooper and I couldn't get around him. And I was finished because I was pushing hard through the first one because I crashed up again and went again and ended up washing the front because the forks are way too stiff so that's a little setting thing but i was finished after then picking the bike up twice i don't know how rj does it <laughs> He's, he, for sure he has like this is a compliment he has to be the fittest guy out there i swear he has to be the fittest guy out there like for I like, i want his fitness <laughs> um what? What is, but yeah back to what, what i was saying is
0: no keep going
1: sorry he uh hana it was awesome it's it's a it was a bad weekend for me but also a good weekend like you said because hunter got it Cooper didn't get max points sucked for me but it kind of evens it out to be a bit of more of a good day
0: yeah because it it must be like let's say there's no hunter and you just go there to the race by yourself and you fucking try and kill swole and then in the second moto you're just not good enough and then you go home from the like nothing else good happens hunter doesn't win you just go home there's no you know there's no one that's kind of around you on a high it's like i could see that low just like being a lot lower than what it would be as opposed to you've got your big brother that goes out absolutely smokes everybody and you know like you said take some points away from cooper and then you're like obviously he's on a high you're happy for him your dad's happy for him Lucas is like the whole crew it's sort of gonna make that mm. weekend where it could have been like a real low it just doesn't make it as low like that actually that has to mean something when you start adding that up over the weekends and and like the main thing
1: is like with because that weekend he was so on a high and my weekend sucked really bad the main thing I had to focus on after is not like kind of sulking i don't like i didn't want to wreck his high because Mm. you're getting a high if you feel great so like that car ride i had to try like that after that i had to cheer up like and make sure i don't wreck his thing because i know if he had he was on his high and because and i was sulking it would have sucked for him yeah so i like it's kind of hard with that and obviously Dazzy expects us to do he has an expectation like for us to at and what we should do and what he knows we can do and if we don't get that he's get gives us a serve and at, that's the probably main hard main hard thing but he's already knows that we're hard enough on on ourselves mm. we already have an expectation on ourselves so it's already we kind of put ourselves in that low a little bit because we're pissed at ourselves we're disappointed like you're an idiot like made this this mistake this mistake like we'll get a bit of a serve if we need to from Daz if it's big enough. But so yeah.
0: Man, I don't know that you're... I guess you guys do talk about your old boy a lot, but I don't know that people understand the level of savage that he is. Like, to be the coach, technically, to put you guys through... You know, obviously it's like in collaboration with Johnny O, but it's like, how many kids do you know where their dad is just like this overbearing dickhead? That is causing yeah. nothing but problems, and like he needs this and he needs that, and blah, blah, blah. like you know the kid can't do no wrong. It's always the team's fault. It's all it's everyone else, yeah. and that it's like a, you've you've probably seen it. You've probably had some experience with people yeah. like that, you know, around you guys since you've been in America. But it's like. I, yeah i just don't think people understand the level of g that your old boy is and and the role that he plays in like keeping the train on the tracks with you two
1: yeah no exactly and as we speak right now is because like well, i got a little bit of storage this is how gnarly that is. so our mechanics have to drive like 100 miles or something each day to go to work and where's where's the i forgot where the Wonder workshop is like it's some no it's for, like no it's not riverside it's like up like close oh, to like
0: los angeles yeah 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 yeah. i know what, i yeah. forgot the
1: name i've gone brain dead but yeah it's like a some like it's a good long drive like some days are three hours there some days yeah if they're lucky an hour and a half or two and the boys like we lost one guy because it was such a long drive and obviously they have a missus at home getting pissed like spending so long away from home and some we almost lost our engine guy but we didn't really made sure we didn't want to lose him because he really is really good so hunter and i are renting a uh building in in uh, lake elsinore so it's close for our mechanics and my dad all this week has been going to there and building everything for the guys to have like a race shop there so that's how not nah, and because my dad is whatever we need to succeed we'll do he's a very if we need to get a workshop here we'll if that's going to help us succeed in life yes we get it we need this we'll do it now so he's a very big whatever we need to do to succeed we'll do he, and that's what one thing i've kind of well it's rubbed off on hunter and i also so that's how Nali does is. so he's he's a really big handyman so he's already he's been there all week all, he left early this morning, before six or something. Before I even woke up, I woke up at six or six thirty. He was already gone, already in Lake Elsinore, going to build more stuff to for the boys, set up air compressor, paint the roof again or something, the, the second coat, or all these little things, just to help us succeed more and, and make the boys' life easier with travels, because obviously they have effect on us also, because they are mechanics. So they yeah. don't have to send so much time away. They're happy. They're they're going to want to work because they're closer. They're a lot happier. They don't have to worry about their missus complaining about getting home <laughs> so late, and this keeps that whole team wanting more. And it shows that hey, we're not here just for ourselves. Yeah, you're part of our team, and we're gonna look after we're gonna look after you guys. Is that's what we're kind of getting to? It's like if you need a, if you need this to help you to do your job better we'll do it and dad and dad more more so controls that style stuff hunter and i are just kind of like the money person like this is the card kind of thing but um that's that's what we're like and dazzy's a lot like that he is whatever we need to do to succeed we'll do and that's just how gnarly daz is he's did like all last year uh, that eighty-three compound Chad Reed's old place. He was prepping the tracks, plus mechanicking for two guys, for Hunter and I. And he was there from early first place, the first guy out there and the last guy leaving because he would prep the track, water the track, then clean our bikes. Obviously, make sure everything's good on those. And he spent all day out there. Thankfully, now it's there. that's actually people out there doing that job for him, so he has it a little easier now, thankfully, because the guy worked his ass off. Um, but he's terrible because he's always looking for work. So he's
0: horrible. Even if, when he's home, he's looking for something to work. So, but yeah, Daz is really You know what he's not looking for? The spotlight. He doesn't want any yep. of it. He doesn't give a fuck about being the man. He doesn't give a fuck about people knowing who he is. He doesn't give a fuck about any of that. And I think that, yeah. you know, you, you see so many guys that have come in and it's like their dad's are part of the storyline in terms of like being mm. a personality and injecting himself into it and it's it's like your dad has none of that going on and it, to me i think it, was, it it's so it's so cool
1: yeah i know it's it's funny because my dad is so hard on hunter Eye that when i won an adac championship in G- uh, germany and because i rode so bad in that last one he'd even put the championship jerseys we made and like <laughs> really? and I was, he knew it wasn't that big yeah but i knew at the championship over here it made it even better because i actually seen dad wearing my championship shirt i knew he wouldn't put that on this for no reason he put it on for a good reason and seeing that was cool Just like that it was kind of like my own little like in my mind own little thing like kind of Good, like good job, son. Like you did what you need to do, kind of thing. So it's cool because you don't get and you, you know how Dazzy is. You don't get much emotion out of him. He's pretty straightforward. You see him do his worst pitboarder. He <laughs> riding that stuff's fine, but when you go to put the pitboard out, he's just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This straight oh, face It sucks oh, Cause you don't know if
1: Oh dude it sucks Cause like you might Put in a good lap You feel like it's a good lap And you just got that emotion It's a straight faces It's like Oh Sick Daz Thanks A little bit now He's starting to loosen up a bit Like we'll look at him Like if I if we do something cool We'll look at him He might go like Do thumbs up Or something like that But he's pretty Don't show too much emotion
0: Well Very I mean the thing is is that like you know the this is the sucky thing i mean hey i want i've i want that shit too with the podcast i want people to be like hey man Mm. great job you're doing so great but it's like hey if i suck i kind of need to know like the people that do the best in life are the ones that like live in the truth like what's the truth what's actually going on right now am i doing good Exactly. cool i'm doing good thank you i don't need much more than that am i doing shit Give me the truth, all right? I suck. Cool. I'll try and figure it out and do better. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you want exactly to, uh, no. Sometimes it feels nice to get the little uh, pat pat on the bum, but at the end of the day, as long as someone's giving you the truth, that is, uh, you know, that's the most that you can want from someone, and that's kind of what you get from your old boy.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's cool because dad, dad's always told us like he's he's said a couple times like I don't need to tell you a good job. There's already enough people say. That you've done a good job i'm gonna be here to tell you if you're doing something wrong and fix it and when he does and the cool thing is because he never does say good job a lot when you do when he does say yeah. good job are you to say good job swapper or good job like you know you did a good job like it's a it's a better it's me that is means a lot more than someone else coming up like ten thousand people coming up and saying good oh you're an awesome per like you did awesome like yeah that like kind of just getting that like respect from like the dad's like kind of saluting this like good job like it's cool
0: yeah and man and that's so cool like, that is the right attitude and i think that you know if you looked at not to talk shit on hanson i fucking love hanson but like mm. he that's probably in line with the advice that he was giving you is you know like mm. he was fucking cocky didn't give a fuck he wanted he, he was listening to the anyone that would tell him like you're the man and you buy into it and it's like uh there's a um it's like a you drink your own kool-aid you know like you you start to believe in your own hype and you believe the narrative and it's like all that shit like being awesome and being the man it's just a story that gets told it's sort of got nothing to do Mm. with uh you know what's sort of actually going on so i think to yeah to have a guy around you and you know guys around you it's sort of uncomfortable and i think that you know the older that you get the bigger that you get the more money that you get all the you know the more 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 like that's really good for the ego yep. like the ego wants that shit the ego the ego wants more of what you want and less of what you don't and it's like you need yeah. to that's the shit that just has to get cut through like at any level no matter how much money you got no matter how big you get i mean it, we're in a different situation but it's like same with the podcast you know like as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and doesn't mean shit you're just the same yeah. person you know like person. you can't you yeah. can't feed into we've all got the side of us that wants more 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 give me all the good shit give me none of the bad shit yeah but it's just like again the truth the truth is what you want to hear at all times no matter how much money you got yeah no matter how many and races you won
1: <laughs> and you know who's actually like kind of very similar to my dad is my mechanic really he'll tell like he'll tell me like do you remember the videos that Geico was doing in 2020, like when Salt Lake? And do you remember yeah. my mechanic when yeah. at that one at Salt Lake, he was getting roasted because he's like, people are like, oh, he's not grateful. He's, like, he's not like that all the time, but he'll let me know when I'm stuck. Like, he'll tell me like, dude, what are you doing out there? Like, and it's, I like this, so I even respect him more. And wherever I go, I want him to come with me i was going Mm. to another team i would i would throw a big hissy fit if he wasn't coming until i got him to come with me because he's one of those mechanics that you don't want to lose he's that good and that dedicated that like and and it's so good now because he was the first mechanic i had when i came over here and since then we've just been growing growing and growing and like he's basically family now like we like we all of us love like love him he's ride or die basically you can say he's giving just as much effort as we do off the bike with training and it's awesome because you'll tell me like yeah that was a good 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 job mate or like that was a good race like you really that was strong and sick but if it's bad he'll tell you dude what are you doing out there like you're like that pass is not needed like dude and it's it's good to have someone like that because obviously i'm getting to the age now i mean like i respect the hell out of my dad which i feel like most people don't really respect their dad much but because we've grown up so quick and had to mature so quickly i think we've seen a lot earlier and i respect the hell out of my dad and but because he still is my dad sometimes you don't like i don't you don't want to listen to dad. you could probably like understand like when your dad tells you to do something like oh you got to do this on the bike you're like why are you telling me to do that? You don't even ride. Where if someone else like Johnny O'Mara would be telling, saying the exact same thing, because, yeah. but because it's not your dad, you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like someone else telling you, which is sometimes hard with other things, which Dazzy knows he's so wise that he will get like, he'll mm. make sure like you kind of go through like Christian, Christian. Cause I know he'll know. I always listen to Christian or Lucas with anything or Jeremy, yeah. like with the, he knows the people I listen to and will, do what they say so he would kind of go around through christian get them to tell <laughs> me all like lucas and that stuff so he knows how it is because obviously like ev- everyone's been a teenager a kid where they had a dad and didn't want to listen to him because he's you know, he's like the best dad out there i feel like with knowing your side his side the boundaries on how to get information to you like he's very smart yeah. which sucks with some things but he always finds out somehow like with anything and it's cool and i respect the hell out of him because without him i would never be i wouldn't be sitting here let's just say yeah. that i wouldn't be sitting here that if without him
0: no nah, uh, yeah i totally and agree Mumsy and it's and and Dazzy and didn't get on that night <laughs> do you know where it was yeah <laughs> Did they ever tell you the story not nah. do you want to know what yeah, I know this. They the story. told you the story. What? Yeah. Oh, dude. Hectic. I'm good. Daz, a I, <laughs> I did need not to know, know this. I'm good. Thanks. I was going to say, I'm like, oh, I
1: didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep that information.
0: I don't need to know <laughs> this, okay? <laughs> uh, it was in the start shark at Coolum. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's why you're so good in the sand jet. Nah. That's fucked up. I shouldn't say that. Sorry, Daz. Sorry, Emma. That's not cool bro <laughs> <laughs> I forget what I was oh. gonna say I was about to say so I was about to like go somewhere and then you fucked me up uh, you know um, actually yeah. the one thing that I was gonna go from there was when you talk about like the money side of things of wanting to you know like build that shop I didn't know that that's insane uh, the one yeah, thing that's that, happening now that's so it's so cool man and my personal experience with uh, money it's on a different level but I started making more money when I just started spending more money on the right things like I'd yeah. always I would you know I didn't come from money at all so you get some yeah and you want to hang on to it and you're like a fucking squirrel with some nuts and you're like alright I finally got this yeah. money I've been broke my entire life and i just don't want to go back to being broke so you just like keep it and you want to you know what i mean you, yeah. you have like this sort of really tight closed mindset and that's kind of would fuck me up you know like i wouldn't pay an invoice until i absolutely had to and i'd hold off on everything and just to try and keep the money because i was so scared of going back to not having money But as soon as I started being like, get an invoice, pay an invoice, hire the right contractor, get Ronan in working as much as he can, you know, as soon as I started, as long as it was like smart money of like, this is going towards my business, this is going towards my work, this is going towards my future, you know, even where now it's like, I'm trying to be like, okay, how can I spend money to make my life better in terms of like my program easier? How can I get more control of my schedule? there's ways now where i'm like really trying to look to spend the right kind of money um so to mm-hmm. hear you know you guys say like the fact that you just pay your mum and dad to keep them you know on the program like that's that's been a thing that's fucked up a lot of people's careers is you have these parents yeah. that spend so much money and give up their entire life to get their kid to where they get to and then they get this money and then there's this fucking discrepancy of who owes what blah blah blah, blah. Yep. shit gets weird so it's like the fact that you guys are dialed on that front the fact that you want to spend money to make your mechanics life easier it's like i mm. think that's the mindset and you know in my own experience that's what i've really been trying to learn is like spend smart money spend money on yourself invest on yourself i don't buy myself clothes i don't buy myself fuck i don't buy myself much shit but i'm definitely down to spend money yeah. on my business and myself in terms of like trying to get myself to where i want to be so the fact that you guys are kind of like have that mindset because it's hard dude when you grow up with no money like we come from the very similar mm. background in that sense and you get a bit and it's sort of hard to let it go right
1: yeah no, exactly like this going off that like did my worst nightmare is probably going back to it how it was i mean yeah the life i live now is unreal i mean i can go play any golf course i probably want i could get any car i wanted uh, i can buy i could get a house like it's like i'm living a love and this is not i'm not trying to brag like oh i have this much money. No, i'm I just saying it. like i'm love i love my life and because i love my life so much that's what drives me it drives me because i do not want to be broke i don't want to go back to what we're having two minute noodles at night for dinner like that's what basically drives me because yeah it does suck it does suck seeing other kids other people get this cool stuff and like going back there a kid getting this cool toys or getting this treat or some candy for for lunch at at tucker because they have the money where i have to have uh, uh, like sandwiches because and, it's cheaper yeah yeah Yeah. glad wrap sandwiches and a lot more tiny things where it might not taste as good but it was just cheaper and i mean at that point we had to survive it was the only reason the only how we could survive so i just we just put up with it but looking back like it was pretty harsh and now we can get whatever food we want we still obviously we eat healthy we're not going out every night yeah but um like that feeling is is cool and i think that's one major thing that that drives me because that just having that nightmare of kind of going back to that is yeah. is what kind of keeps me going i feel like in that
0: no man i completely completely agree and i mean dude i fucking straight up just have like trauma from you know mm. like being a kid and being at school and you know like you see kids that have dope shoes and then you've, you're getting picked on because you've got like shit shoe and it's just it's just the reality situation yeah. you know and you don't have the perspective when you're a kid that you know like if someone come up and tap me on the shoulder and was like jace it's fine the re- you not having these shoes and you not having nice clothes it's okay. at school <laughs> yeah. is probably the reason why you're going to do really good in your life you're going to use this as yes. fuel and it's gonna get you to where you want to be and i feel like after 30 years that's finally caught up you know Mm. but in terms of like the mentality to where you can just like drop that shit but then yeah like you kind of get to a level where you're like all right i can't just keep now that i have like making money i can't just keep it you have to spend this shit and you have to spend it smart and you've got to look after people that are around you and you know like The mechanics and your parents and it can suck watching that money leave your account but if you're taking care of the people that are taking care of you that shit comes back to you yes
1: no 100 percent. and going to like what what you were saying like no you don't need those stuff and now that because i do earn good money it's like it's hard for me because we didn't have money so i want to get stuff like nice stuff i want to get nice cars and that but the cool thing is with dad it's like if you want to get that, win more races. Win more yeah. races. Get more money. Buy nicer things. It's plain and simple. It's not rocket science. And so that's like one thing. And like we made a bet. Like I, I would make little bets and goals. Like I make goals with myself and I'll make bets with Daz like this year with Outdoors. I'm like, hey Daz, if I get a championship, can I get a car? And he's like, Yeah, and, I, and then a little bit later I'm like, Okay. I can I got a little smile. I'm like, hey Daz, got a better idea. If I get the championship my championship money goes into a house and I'm gonna save up all my podium bonuses my winning bonuses and put that into a car And I made a bet and we shook on it so I got the house we already got the house my mom's in Florida like moving most of the stuff over to it now we put I think we're getting painted right now and I get to get my car I haven't got it yet but I'm going to be getting my car that kind of like symbolizes a bit of a treat along the way i've worked my ass off for so for many many years and this is kind of like a good little like this a little treat this for hey yeah that's for the good work you want more of this keep doing what you're doing
0: keep working your ass off so yeah what was the feeling like to get a house and like have your parents just be like hey we're gucci we're good there's the house we're all living good
1: it, uh, it didn't click at first. Like I signed the papers, didn't click until later that night. Then I, uh, then someone called and said, was, and said like, Oh, I heard you bought, bought a house. That's like amazing. Like, and well, I kind of really got it. Like it was actually, uh, Janice Metz it's my buddy's, uh, friend's mum, my mate's friends. It's my mate's mum. Um, uh, the Metz is that lovely family and she called and, and actually said how like it explained it more out of saying how like crazy this is like yeah not many people buy a house at 18 and it, that's when it really clicked I'm like holy crap I bought a house at 18 like I <laughs> I could move out right now and tell mom and dad stay at the house right now I could do that if I want to but like it's it's just like I officially there's a house under my name like it's yeah. I have bought property that that's that's something that expensive in my life it's insane i'm like at first being the tireless i'm like looking at all the papers like the down payment you had to put down all this the watering bill the, the electric bill that this blah the, 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 i'm like and the guy's like got any questions i'm like yeah if anyone thought about my bank account's feelings with this one like he's <laughs> gonna be crying <laughs> after this it's gonna hurt him he hasn't paid put this much money down and stuff. So it was pretty funny with that, but yeah, it's it's unreal. Like, I, it didn't kick me till didn't kick in till later that night, and I actually sat. I I had to sit down because I'm just like and kind of sat down by myself because mum and dad went out for for dinner. Dazzy, I think Dazzy actually took Mumsy to a drag strip or something. Which <laughs> what is, a board. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I sat. I Tater Bear was upstairs, and I sat downstairs, and I was just sitting at like kind of the island table and just like it's wild. It's, I never really, it's been a goal of mine to buy a house at 18, but it's, it was such a big goal that you never really thought it would happen until like a year later or something. I'm like, it's, it's a good, it's a cool like accomplishment that I got. And I was, I was really pumped. I called some other people in this and was like
0: pretty, pretty pumped about it. Yeah, man, I think it's, it's pretty it is pretty special to, to do it and to, I think it's cool too to take a moment, like, I mean, again, you're a friend of mine and it's one of the things where like, I would be worried for you uh, and I have been worried for you at times, especially like to talk about cars and all that sort of shit. Mm. And, and it's like, it's worrying to, not to buy that stuff, right? Because if you can, then you can it's all good cool. but if, yeah if you but if you if you do and you buy it and you don't take that moment and it doesn't hit you the way that you know like when you buy yourself and you sit down and you have a moment to reflect if it doesn't hit you like that dude like if you're buying this shit and you're not appreciating like the position that you're in and like coming like still looking at it as like the little cool em kid like if you're just always mm. looking at it as like the jet lawrence who can just do whatever he wants. And it's like, if you're just, if you're just that guy all the time, like it's going to fuck you up eventually. And I think that you'll find out, you'll find out pretty quick that you're not that happy with any of this stuff. Mm. But I think that if you're in the mindset where you can sit down and, and take a second to like really let it sink in and really appreciate it and really be, because what that's called, like that's called humility like you sit down and you realize you're like holy shit i'm a kid and i came from nothing and we achieved this thing and i did it and now it's here for my parents and it's here for you know this is something forever like so i i am happy that you can talk about having that moment because that would be one of my fears for you you know like and even for me like i'm that's my next thing like i'm really trying to get my own house and i've i've thought about it like i've thought about the feeling like dude i'm like I've, I've thought about recently like i wonder if i'll cry when i fucking yeah sit down with my parents and you know because like my life's been fucked on that side of things you know like it's been yeah pretty hard to do like i was there was made no money in america came back to australia broke like when i started the podcast i was broke zero dollars in my account with just the microphones and a couple cameras and that was it and it's like I've thought about that shit I'm like man I'm probably gonna fucking cry when I sit down with my parents and go for a wine with them and say like hey I just bought a house and they'll probably cry too because it was a super hard road and it's like you guys have had that same road so it's like if you just get on this wheel and now that you've got some money and now that you can do what you want to do like yeah if you don't appreciate Mm -hmm. that shit I'd be super worried for you (laughs) so I'm I'm glad as a friend that that's how you feel
1: no and, and thank you and like it's and i want to like and it's cool because making the bet like i mean the car thing or the house i could have bought like i mean the house thing, i couldn't get because i need to get my credit up and because i just (laughs) turned 18 like halfway through the year like at the end of the year um but the car i could have bought it this year like at the start of this year if i wanted to but like it's stupid i could go out and get any car i probably want maybe not stupid amount of money but i could go and afford most cars i want but there's no meaning to it That's no. why I made the bet with my dad Because if I won that championship It's more meaningful So when I retire And I still got that car that I got With that championship I can look at that and go That car there I made a bet with my dad in 2021 And, and won it. I said if I won the championship My championship money would go to my house To a house And all my bonus uh, Podium bonus that I saved up we got, Went into that car and it's more of a, it's got a backstory about it. So it's more of meaning. It's not just a vehicle they use. Yep. And it has more of attachment to it. And dude, trust me. Like, I've had a few times going when I was driving my car to the fu- uh, compound where when I was by myself, this actually, like, it sometimes it doesn't hit as hard, but other times this wheel just hits you. Like, I'm pretty sure a few times I've, I've teared up driving to work going, I'm going to do something. I love i'm earning good money my family's happy i'm living happy like it doesn't it's crazy but it's such and people call me a pussy you can call me a pussy i don't care like but i, I, I i've i cried a few times like this because it is so big and, and you understand because we have both came from nothing yeah and we've worked our, our ass off to get to a point where we are today and some people don't experience the same feeling we do i mean you're missing out a bit to be honest that feeling of accomplishment that you get with this tiny goals you have and it's it's a feeling you can't get for anything else and i've basically i've shed a few tears every now and then just thinking about going into detail going i can i'm doing what i love i got a house i got a yeah amazing car i have my i can always i can always have food on the table i can supply this for someone i have awesome friends i have a great manager who's a friend family like more of a family than a friend like he's is part of us like it it's just so you go down to detail every tiny thing did it hit you like a train (laughs) them the
0: tears does like it's it's pretty wild yeah man and i think yeah like i said that's sort of something that as a friend would worry me like if i started to see shit where it's like you just there's that you lose that meaning you know like and and i guess the point is is that there's a curve that you go up and then you start to lose that meaning and then it always Mm. comes down you talk to anybody dude like i've got friends that i got friends that got nothing to do with motocross that have like hundreds millions of dollars like big big money all of them will tell you that money can't buy you happiness and that you know yep. money can solve your money problems <laughs> that's essentially what money yeah do. exactly there's no you know money doesn't change like the person that sits on the toilet and has a shit <laughs> you know like you're just yeah you're a dude you're like at the end of the day like you're always just you and no matter how much stuff you got no matter how many things you get all at the end of the day it's still you and I think that you know you can save by just staying with that mentality like knowing that if you go and buy everything that you want everything that you've ever wanted like you get lost in the source at some point you'll crash and you'll come back to the point where you are now and realize that it doesn't matter so it's like if if you know that to be true if we've seen these examples of people that have done that save yourself the hassle (laughs) you know what I mean save yourself the carnage in the middle
1: yeah and going off like how that, that like he's saying money can't buy you happiness. happiness like literally the as soon as you said that the main thing popped up last night i was with you know aj and and cam is camera guy and we had uh yeah. uh jake or jack i can't remember this we were talking about the other day i can't it's jack, jack or jake one of those two we laugh about it. They'll, they'll probably chuckle but um we were in a car park Uh, last night playing like going running routes with a football that probably cost $15 and we drove there in a Rolls race that probably worth 200 grand but I mean the cool feeling driving the Rolls but I had more fun playing football with like with a $20 ball playing with mates and Mertz we're talking about literally yesterday or something when we're driving to go uh to the Corona tracks he's like money cannot buy you happiness he says i rather have not that much money but have friends to go have fun with than have all the money in the world and be not have anyone he says just not remember that and because we're talking about something i can't quite remember what what it was but it was like crossing and breaking paths like and he says like do not cross any like do not dog anyone basically he says the people that help you make sure you look like keep with them yeah. don't just use them and then get rid of them stay like the people that help you make sure you thank them make sure you do whatever you can that to make sure they know that you're like you're thankful of them yeah and we we'll are talking through that and he says and that's what bringing up like the money can't bring you happiness kind of thing so yeah that was the yeah. kind of quick thing that I remember is this the other night playing with a $15 football which yeah. sadly it's not AFL or rugby it's American <laughs> football so sorry sorry Australia um sorry to disappoint but yeah playing with a $15 ball and having a $2,000 Rolls Royce right there that we drove in and we're more we're more excited about the playing football with the boys than the car so
0: yeah that's sick dude well yeah I mean that that stokes me out I mean I think that's probably yeah if there's any kind of I don't know just like worry on my end or like advice would just be like just gratitude is the attitude Stay grateful and stay yeah. humble, you know, because like, at the end of the day, and and the other thing is, you're gonna retire at some point. You yeah. ain't gonna be racing motocross. I ain't gonna, gonna be so racing long. supercross, and people won't give a fuck. People, it would be cool that you yeah. did all the things that you did, but if you're a douche, it's not gonna matter shit. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, yeah, exactly. So uh back to the uh, the old motocross season. Why were you so shit at Hangtown?
1: I don't know. I mean, the prep, like, people say, like, do people say, like, oh, did you buckle to the pressure? I didn't feel any pressure. I just, it sucked. It happened at that race. I mean, it was kind of, there was going to be one bad motor coming because I had four motor wins in a row. Yeah. So it was like, it, it only lasts so long and that one sucked I mean the start like everyone's like dude he's already sucking he's already buckling under pressure the start was terrible they dropped the gate so quick I wasn't ready for it because I shift in a second as they turn sideways so by the yeah. time I get set it's already been two seconds Yeah. and when I got set in they dropped the gate straight away so I wasn't even quite ready for it so I got screwed then then that I knew the track was wet and slippery in spots and that crashed in the first moto i was in a rut and that's why i gave it the bit of usa because i thought i was in a (laughs) rut but the rut just blew out when i went when i landed it and like it sucks because it's just how it is but on the outside they're like oh he's buckling he's gonna throw it away like it's it sucks for me because i'm like i was calm i wasn't like i was freaking out i'm like oh i'm still good like don't worry about it and now i on, i hopped on like well guess i'm just making my life harder for this championship you're really making me i'm like i look up i'm like you're really making me work for this ancha so it's <laughs> this is how it was in the second crash and the funny thing is because the set the guy crashed in front of me is my buddy tyson johnson and i went golfing with him today also so it's <laughs> funny i'm like because when i got first behind I'm like, oh he'll let me bike easy like he'll be fine then he goes to get sketchy and whoops and i hit run straight into his bike i'm like Oh, it was it was funny because after that after that moto, he's like, "I got a message from him saying, so if you win the championship, am I still invited to the top of golf at all?" <laughs> <laughs> I got I kind of chuckled at that, but yeah, because I, I was calm. everyone's like, "Do we stress?" And I'm like, "No, not really. I like it. I knew I can go to top ten because I just knew I had to get seventh and eighth, and I knew I would tie on points and I would get a I win it by more wins." Yeah, so yeah with that and um so i, w- I was pretty calm and, and the second i'm like oh this put me back at a few more spots there, but i knew i'd get the to top 10 i'm like i'll be fine and, and I was the first one i got to eighth i'm like okay let's make sure i need to learn from the next from the for the next one and, and then the next one that first lap i went kind of just slightly t- i got really just, close to volans back grabbed to just lightly tapped in and grabbed too much front braking because it's so dry and horrible that track was. I washed the front, which, well, it's probably like fourth or fifth, was it? Was it? yeah, it was, there was around there. I was roughly around there, and I went back to seventh or like tenth or so. I'm like, well, it's gonna be easy. I have more, i only one lap in, so I have a lot more racing to go, and most of the guys would probably be finished because, again, going off my fitness because I put the work in so thank gosh i did because i was able to push through and come back to third and and being able to wrap it up i mean justin wasn't making it easy also he rode unreal there yeah
0: track, he's like that was pretty gnarly like he talk about just doing what you got to do like props to him he yeah, fucking sent he, it
1: he, yeah he did a very good job very good job Tim. so good job to him you get a gold star sticker <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, it's a it was a bit of a stressful moment. But uh, and my dad was the exact same. My dad Lucas was freaking. You know, how Lucas. is He's oh, like, bro, walking you pacing watch back it. and forth. He's sw- he's swearing, going off his tree. And Daz, I'm pretty sure I can literally picture Dazzy. He's probably standing on a hill just watching. And he seemed my. Like he was like pretty close and saw my crash in the first one and he he said he told me he's like i kind of chuckled a bit to be honest he's just like you're making it a bit hard on yourself jet Sent like swapper and he's like come on but like he's it was funny because i'm like that was the same I'm like dang it you're just making it hard on yourself and it's where luke's is like emotional woman like just pacing <laughs> back and forth like insanely like going off his tree like and don't worry he should you can ask him on a on a phone call maybe an interview but dude he after uh, that he, first motor i'm the other day after that first motor i came in oh sorry you oh, go <laughs> 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 you <laughs> um, may not first. after that first motor yeah <laughs> you go okay. um after that first motor when i came in i pr- i i think i may or may have not have broken the table the f- uh i fol- uh, like the foldable table on the side that we put our crap on because i came in to slam my helmet down because i was so pissed off and he was in the van like he he followed me in the truck just like trying to calm me down i was so pissed like so mad and you can ask him i was i hunter and i were probably like the like one of the most hardest person on ourselves. like whoever gives us the most crap is ourself like punishment wise i feel like
0: dude he uh mountain bike the the other day he calls me up and uh, it was no shit two seconds into the phone call and like the Dodgers are playing and then he just like starts losing it at the TV for 30 seconds and then he's like oh, I just gotta yes. call you back I gotta call you back and I was like are you fucking oh serious? dude it's <laughs> so serious? annoying
1: his stupid football like it <laughs> dude it's football Sunday today he's probably watching football all day I'm Thankfully, you didn't have to deal with him in the morning because before he left, he's like, you'll see him literally be in the chair, like you'll be talking to him, and then he's just getting up, like starts yelling, and all. There's like he uh, carries on like a muppet, like loves his football. <laughs> he does. It's funny as, but yeah, he's exactly like that. And the same with writing, exactly
0: the same. Oh, I love it. Eh? It's, he's like a cartoon character that you you hang around that, oh, that actually yeah, kills. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. So when you finally crossed the, the line, I mean, did you, like, you, I think it was, it's pretty much like, I feel like when you pass Schwartz uh, in the second moto, you're pretty just dialed. Like from that point, you were pretty much championship in the bag when did it sink in was it when you were on track actually racing or did you wait to have any thoughts until like after the checkered flag or like when when did you start thinking about what you'd done
1: it was the next morning really that's when it sunk in because i mean like i was pumped in that stuff but when it really like kind of hit like really like you know like kind of really hit you like deep it was the next morning waking up and going like this because it felt like it was like a dream basically mm. that after that, when I went that across that finish line, the rest was like a dream dude in like, it doesn't seem real. And it wasn't until that next morning, this waking up and going, I can, I'm a champion now. Like it's not, and like a, like I just said to dad, I'm like, I can officially say I'm a, I'm a champion. Like it's, and he's like, yep well we can like you, you can still wanker but yeah <laughs> championship you're champion now and it, that's when it really kicked in because it's just like everything that's gone into it is everything we put into the blood sweat tears gone into this one little goal
0: one goal or one big goal yeah. and to be able to get it was pretty pretty wild man i was watching uh gp last night did you watch it last night oh it would have been morning for you this morning
1: no, I I'm terrible. I don't watch any other sports. You yeah, you don't you're rather really go watch to shit. it and
0: see it or do it. Yeah. Yep. Um so <laughs> Valentino's last race, 26 years yep. pro. And when he crossed the finish line, it was insane, dude. It was like a presidential really? parade. And he pulls like he's when he stopped on the track, every rider come up to him. Every track official, it was just a swamp of uh, like a swarm of people around him. And then he goes from there and he takes the flag and he does a lap and then he rides into the pits and they've got like an art. Dude, Suzuki set up this arch for him through their pits and they had their whole group of, you know, mechanics and techs and everyone like made this tiny little um, archway for him to ride through. And then when he got there, he didn't even have to put his bike on the stand. There were so many people that just squeezed in that he just stood up on his seat of his bike like you should go and watch it I'll try and send you a video of it but it's like these people crammed in and he didn't even have to put his bike in a stand he just stood on it and there's just a sea of people and me and Maddie were in the car we are driving home from the airport and um, what you said about it being a dream it's like In the moment how do you even take it all in what's actually even happening you know like i looked at that and i was like that is just this insane experience like he's just living in a movie like Mm. what would it be to like look through his eyes right now and experience what he's doing and it's like he'll never get that again that's gone you know like that's that that's Mm. the crazy moment in time the last of that feeling yeah and it's like you know how do you be present enough and and just soak it at all in and then the crazy thing and i mean it's probably something that you you experience that next morning is that it's sort of like what we said even about like the money stuff is like you wake up the next day and it's like it's just you like you're the same jet yeah you're the same guy but you've just lived through this incredible like dreamlike experience the experience yeah no you,
1: the realization of what you did is this this is the main thing that got to it like it that gives you that feeling I mean I, I can't like that feeling going across the finish line and I mean only if like I probably wasn't as big as Rossi's one but yeah. that the feeling compa- just it's going the same thing, and and thing though, right? it, it's the same thing you, same feeling like and it was it was un, like it was a cool feeling I mean I could get luckily, luckily I can still get that same feeling more and more because I'm just at the beginning of my career where rossi that was his last kind of like feeling of that type of feeling that he's going to get which is it's cool it's it's cool because i feel like he's like that kind of like that ricky carmichael and james stewart kind of era he's like yeah. that like but because he went so long he, he's like that last kind of person i feel like of those legends yeah and it's awesome that he got to race for that long because in our sport you don't
0: you can't do that long without in our sport yeah So, when we were talking about, uh, like, kind of at the start of this, how you get a guy that, you know, comes along and just puts the sport on their shoulders and just elevates it to this whole new level. Dude, that's what Rossi did. Like, Valentino was that guy. Like, he took MotoGP and he turned it into, like, this crazy mainstream, like, because of him, you know? Like And he did Hmm. put it on his back, but he also then, like, won the races. So, I think, you know, if, if you've got that mentality of um trying to uh be you know one of those guys then fuck i'm gonna tiktok you putting lip gloss on and then we can make a tiktok out of that i reckon <laughs> <TikTok> <laughs> dude my room.
1: lips are so dry dude oh my
0: gosh like <laughs> california Creek, bro is so dry dude I know, yeah the creek oh my goodness <laughs> she'll get you um but yeah it's like yeah. i think he he's the model like that's the kind of guy and it can't i guess my point is like it can be done like you can be the superstar and you can be humble enough to put in the work and be good to people and win the races while still you know doing it all like i think he's the guy that that can be looked at um you know to to do what i guess you're kind of trying to do
1: yeah no 100 percent, and that's like him is kind of like what i want to do like exactly what you said like i'm trying to do the same thing which is going to be hard like it's not like it's easy as like i mean riding a dirt bike or winning a race is way easier than trying to build the sport up to bigger yeah so i feel like that's even more difficult than actually trying to win a championship to be honest yeah because it's just like it's so many things that are going to play to try and get bigger
0: yeah no that is that is so true hey what time have you got to be out of here to get to that dinner
1: it's um five twenty, but i actually i probably should actually see how far
0: away it is yeah yeah do that <laughs> I, I, don't exactly. want, I don't want you to be don't want you to be late we can keep talking nice. for a bit but i don't want you to miss out on your shit
1: got Oh, it's forty-seven minutes. Jesus,
0: Cali, bro. I definitely don't miss oh, that traffic. Traffic. Yeah, shit hole. Okay, it's forty-seven minutes. I yeah, I'll be a little bit late. Just wait. How much time have you got? Um. Probably not much. <laughs> no, that's all good. What? What <laughs> else is there? Any? Is there anything else going on that we should kind of cover off on? Because. I know you're um, a I, busy guy, Jet Very busy
1: guy Yeah, very busy, mate um,
0: Motherfucker Probably
1: the latest one is uh, uh, AJ and I have done a thing uh, We're creating an mm. app called the Moto Academy So Moto Academy and I have basically partnered up To be to. Uh, that's an app that you can directly message me Are
0: you there? You're there. Sorry, uh, oh, you can hear me now? yeah yeah we just I just did you, you miss all of that fuck <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what were you saying <laughs> jacob got it i'll listen to it later okay. no what, what were you talking about um
1: i was really, okay Mo, uh, moto academy and aj and i have we've partnered up to do like this app and you can go on that app you can watch we're going to be doing videos that you can see of me doing a video of like hitting a jump you can learn how to hit a jump some other more technical stuff like wheel taps and that stuff and there's a video of me doing it and then you can learn how to and we'll tell you and learn how to do it and then you can directly message us on the app and we will send you back some tips and tricks to let you know how like how you can correct it and and it's a really cool thing i feel like it's going to be something really different and you and i really feel like it's going to take off this one and i'm excited for it because aj you know aj is awesome dude and uh, we just got filming like kind of that intro that i was talking about uh today yep. we just finished that and we did f- all filming yesterday so that's that it's gonna be that's pretty sick and exciting i don't know when they're dropping it but all i know is that you gotta subscribe before december 18th to be able to win a 2022 crf 250 honda, honda
0: yeah yeah that's sick yeah it's gonna be really good man i've been talking to aj a bit about it he's killing it man like i'm so mm. pumped for him he works yeah. really hard and he's like an outside the box thinker um and yeah i'm, I'm stoked for that whole program he's to kick awesome off, man. yeah
1: he's i like i love like the guy's awesome puts in like you said a really hard worker
0: and it's an all-around like really sick dude to hang out with and talk to yeah nah man that that's awesome um hey the other thing i wanted to ask you about just you know just for the the channel's sake because people will want to know what is the new crf 250 like the 2022 should i buy one jet i'm a i could be a 250 guy next year it's okay for honda
1: stance yes you should really buy it it's it's a really good bike my opinion on it is pretty much the same it's a really good bike but it does, with stock suspension if you do go into more so getting like more factory suspension that stuff and it, it does take a little bit more of trying to get it right that was the one thing we kind of struggled with putting all our factory parts on which might not have to worry about but a stock honda 250 with an exhaust dude awesome great bike and that's what all, all you need really you don't need a factory motor a stupidly fast bike in you know, a bike that this is safe enough for you have a bit of power to get stuff and like i recommend like that that new 250 is awesome like it's, it's
0: a really good bike and so how do you feel on it like i mean i said it you didn't say it but starts were a bit of a a, a drama at times this season obviously like the star bikes are just ridiculous like they've got a pretty mm-hmm. crazy stock power plant to start with uh and then once they get in there and start doing their thing uh those bikes are ridiculously fast like you know you can even hear danger boy on yeah. the fucking thing it's just like it just rips so yeah. you know are, are you too guys much power for him <laughs> it's gnarly um yeah. so are you do you think that you guys in 22 are going to be making strides to uh kind of close that gap just like raw speed motor wise like and and how is yeah, the, the power plant going into next year for you guys it's already way closer
1: than our bike this year like it's got so much more room for making the bike faster and the engine guy that i'm going to dinner soon uh he's been doing an awesome job and this bike's already way better than
0: than uh the 2021 bike so uh, and i mean i think for for me looking from the outside in analyst perspective of like what you know you kind of would need next year is like i think that to have a bike that's going to be just a little bit closer for starts it didn't seem like starts were that big a deal in supercross like you rip some insane um it's supercross because it, starts. Uh,
1: it's it's because the starts rates aren't reap are ripped deep where like yeah. where because outdoors they're ripped deep you really that's like when the real horsepower and grunt really comes into it where now out- a supercross you're on like you're already on tackier stuff, so it's not a problem. It doesn't pull the bike down as much,
0: yeah. So, I mean, I think that, um, yeah, it's probably going to be outdoors where we'll see the most kind of difference, you really see, uh, it, yeah. yeah. In that, um, yeah. Well, what about the like chassis wise? Like, does it feel much different it, because it's like a completely new frame? It, it, it is a di- but does it, it still is, feel like a Honda?
1: Yeah, no, it definitely feels way different takes a little bit to get used to it first but once you get used to it it's a lot better
0: and in what ways do you reckon
1: just feeling wise feeling the bike how it goes over bumps sharp edge bumps it's like the feeling that you get with the bike in between your legs like the grip you get like it's just a whole different feeling but it is and the different
0: feeling is a good
1: feeling though it's not
0: bad yeah 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 that makes sense oh one one last thing that i was gonna ask you about Shout out to your boy Hunter for getting that Red Bull lid.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. It's uh, that was really cool. I, I'm pumped for him.
0: Was it was it pretty special to like be the one that could give him the helmet? Did he have any idea like how that was kind of going down?
1: No, I don't think he. I I mean, I didn't really know until I got the helmet given to me. I'm like, why's well, got 96 on it? He's like, yeah, Hunter's Red Bull now oh okay okay <laughs> but no it was definitely a definitely cool feeling handing handing him the helmet and and that stuff to have brothers on red Bull, which i don't really think red bull have really had brothers on that i know of brothers on on red bull so it's a it was pretty sick and it was definitely a cool feeling
0: man it, it is pretty rad like i was uh i was talking to, to hammer about it um I, i'm i'm kind of glad like i've made a youtube clip at the start of the year being like give red bull give hunter a red bull helmet like that has to happen right yeah and uh and it was pretty cool like i was saying that but i'm glad that he didn't get it in a way like when you both did uh, like when you did i'm glad it wasn't like a package deal because then i yeah. feel like it probably would have taken away a little bit from from what you did like I it is pretty feeling, yeah It is pretty special that you know you got signed to Red Bull that it was a big deal and I think it wouldn't have been as big a deal if it was both of you guys Um, so you know honestly I think Hunter kind of took one for the team a little bit in a way um, and you got that kind of shine at the start of this year coming into the season and I think storyline wise that was the move Uh, from like a Red Bull branding perspective and then for you uh, for then you to be able to give Hunter a helmet after he did so good like you kind of would rather be the guy where people like give him a fucking Red Bull helmet like what are you guys doing you're blowing it right now like you'd rather be that guy than. uh and then for Hunter too you know like you don't really want to be the, the storyline that you could kind of play against hunter is like oh well he only got the deal because of jet and it's like i just yeah um, i think it worked out perfectly for it you did. boys it really you know?
1: did it really did and i feel like it's cool because if we both would have signed i think it would have been one of us would have got shadowed. like it i would both of us would have got shadowed one of us would have got shadowed more than the other because oh this but like and both of us probably would have got a shadow feel like more so cause it's like oh it's just like they got done as a package deal like it's not yeah. they're not singular people they're just they're, they're always a package deal with honda with AirPoint Star, with 100 percent with or that they're seeing it's a package deal but realistically if you look on our contracts they're all separate deals they're all different yeah so i feel like it just made it more nicer more of a singular signing to get hunters maybe it probably sucked for him a year to like kind of see that but i mean to get it now i feel like it's, it's all that waiting's kind of gone like past like i mean the year like the years of me really wanting red bull that's it like i don't even think of those days now it's like it's yeah. it's, it's like i'm in the moment now like sick I'm red bull now like it's so i think it was cool that it's probably sucked for him to had to wait a year but I feel like it's cool because he got it on at a MotoGP race. It wasn't exactly the same as my thing. Like if he did a video also, it's like oh, it's cool. It's two brothers doing Red Bull. Woo! Like <laughs> you yeah, he did this thing at a MotoGP race in a Red Bull thing, like in Austin, Texas. Like it was sick.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I think it it definitely worked out uh the right way, and and Hunter got to do some pretty dope shit this year, like that yeah. that collab with Danny Rick fuck man that's that was sick and i mean when kenny kenny did the um kenny did the thing with like hamilton and fox and it was just like yeah that's fucking i'm sorry kenny you're my boy that ain't that ain't real in the sense that you <laughs> that know like it, Chief. that ain't it you know and then when yeah. uh, and it kind of it was funny like we were sort of giving danny shit a bit about it like oh fucking lewis is like yep. the he's the he's the supercross guy in f1 you know and it's like i don't even yeah. know if, if i didn't even know if lewis has ever watched a supercross race and then they made a big deal yeah. about it on the broadcast and shit and it was just like uh, eh, i mean kinda but not really and then for, <laughs> i'm pretty
1: sure i don't even like I don't even think he even got the gear, Hamilton. <laughs> they just made it of like, who knows? I don't know. But yeah, I yeah. But then
0: like, this. Okay. But the way that yeah, the way that Danny did it and the the full kit and the helmet and it was like the same as the merch. Then he copied the helmet. Like it was done right. Yeah, it was legit. It was so same. I mean, if if Hunter that was the
1: coolest gear of the year, I think. I like completely, yeah,
0: I completely agree and uh but yep. i mean that's just danny's killing it on the whole merch thing you know like he's probably yeah. the guy i think your merch is cool but i think danny's doing it on a he's doing it on like the biggest level i reckon like he's yeah he's got like a 100%. fucking design line almost you know what i mean and it comes yeah like from know, exactly f- comes from him so i think that yeah if 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 hunter got the red bull deal at the start of this year like the danny rick thing doesn't happen i mean the miami heat mm. you know like the miami gear that he runs so i mean yeah i think it worked mm. out happy ending happy ending for all yeah exactly all right gee well um get to this dinner appreciate it i know you'll be yep. a little bitch about driving here appreciate you uh actually <laughs> making it happen well, I, I didn't think of it
1: until like i got here
0: i was gonna fucking <laughs> i was like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like you came and messaged me yeah what if i paid for your Uber? i'm like driving's not the problem it's just the time trying to get there but because i was de- i realized i'm like oh i do it sunday because i'm already down here golfing so i'm like okay i'll do it then yeah guess i came
0: through slide it in yeah thanks for yeah, fitting me in man i really appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> no problem mate thanks for having me uh all right bro well um yeah stay uh stay hard and um yeah let's fucking let's get some more chips in 2022 baby 100 percent, dog all right man i'll talk to you soon eh all right later mate have a good CG, one you too bad